Alright, welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. It is a holiday weekend, which means three things. One, there was an AEW pay-per-view I watched last night. Two, I don't have work tomorrow, and I have alcohol. And three, Sam, Nikki, and Matthew are here to break down the AEW show. Yay! <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> I said yay, and Samantha said hey, but it just sounded like one Hey, loud. whatever. Honestly, at this point, like, this is the most social I get. So, like, yeah. I can't go out. Like, mm-hmm. virtual learning is so it's really different because i changed positions on top of going virtual this year so i went from being a head teacher planning five subjects three different levels a day to doing no planning oh wow it is the greatest right now it's gonna change and i'm gonna have to do some planning eventually but right now and it's also funny because the kids all want to be there and like they're just excited to have people to talk to like i've got this one kid who keeps trying to tell us all about his rabbits <laughs> and thank god i don't teach him science because he's asking for a behavioral chart to track the behavior of his rabbits every day <laughs> and it's like you know what you're weird but you want to learn i'm cool with that yeah yeah um but yeah, it's I have I've only ranted to y'all a little bit in text, but uh-huh. kids have been in school for two weeks. My personal teaching schedule and my students I'm in charge of is not finalized yet. Oh geez. Wow. Yeah. 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 It, it it's a good thing I'm not naming where I work because if, <laughs> if uh Certain families found out what was going on, there would be a whole lot of lawsuits real fast. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. (laughs) And, like, the district keeps telling us, they're like, don't worry about it. We're not going to hold you accountable for these deadlines. I'm like, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about lawyers. Right. Right. Like, I know y'all know, but technically federal law says we're supposed to be doing this. (laughs) yeah so but that's not wrestling related um also who would have thought i think when we recorded mania was the beginning of the whole rona thing maybe people wear their fucking masks right? it's fucking september yes. and we're still still yeah nikki and i had that conversation on the way home from um, yeah, she was like, when's the last time we went to Concord Mills? Earlier this year? And I was like, no. I was like, it had to been last year because I was like, I had my surgery right at the beginning of the year and I didn't go anywhere or do shit for yeah. so many weeks. And I was like, so I wouldn't have wanted to go to the mall and walk around or I probably couldn't have. And then I was like, because it was, I know I complained about this the last time, but it was, I had just started to, like, heal and be in the clear, and then Corona happened, and... Yeah. <laughs> and it messed up my comeback. Life has never been the same. <laughs> Probably never will be. Probably. Um, and that's not to mention all the other current events going on, like Kenosha, and 
all happening at once. I mean, I guess it's to make sure. I mean, I guess it's better for it all happen at once than like one right after the other. I mean, like get through one thing and do with the other. But Jesus, yeah, because we've already shown that we can't handle one thing at a time. So they're like, yeah, all at once. Whoever makes it through makes it through. What's ridiculous (laughs) is like. Kat and I have started watching last week tonight with John Oliver, uh-huh. and he his team like really really researches their stuff, right? And it's ridiculous because stuff they were talking about being a problem like years ago, like in their first couple of seasons, is still a problem today. So the Simpsons, um, <laughs> and then like just. Like Trump having a wall beauty pageant. It's so weird. And he keeps bragging about how much wall he's built. Would you like to know how many miles of wall he has covered that didn't already have wall there? Wasn't it five? Five. Yeah, I think I saw something about it the other day. He's built five miles of wall where there wasn't previously any sort of barrier. Because then they like read. Did it? Did they redo like, some of what was already there, or was it just the five that they did? They're like they're building a wall around barriers that are already there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was something. <laughs> crazy. A, yeah. He's a fucking moron. And like, they yeah. picked a wall that they showed you can climb in like less than a minute. Jesus. Um, yeah. But hasn't he now, like, isn't there a wall around the White House now? I don't know. Like, out I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures. I don't know if they were, I don't know if they were, like, fake or not, but. Yeah, I I saw something the other day, because they're trying to keep the protesters out, I guess. uh, It wouldn't surprise me. Like, off the, like, off the property in general, and they were, like, talking about how, um, basically how sad he is, and that he's having to. He's having uh, to put a wall around. But yeah, if if you don't watch last week tonight, their content is next level. Yeah, I've seen a few things here and there, and I really it is something I probably should have gotten into. Well, yeah. what I really like, as compared to like what the Daily Show used to do, no, last week tonight offers actual solutions. Like, right. like they actually right. say you could fix it with this, or you could fix it with that, or. Like, they offer a positive outlook, and they do stuff constantly, so they have this big HBO budget, right? Right. But Corona hit, so they're literally filming it in a white void in John Oliver's house. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he's like, well, what the hell are we going to do with the budget? Um, Various things they've done. He saw a clip from a 1992 PBS local art auction that happened to feature interesting paintings of rat erotica. Oh, God. They not only bought the website John Oliver Wants Your Rat Erotica.com, <laughs> they tracked down the painting. Paid the guy $1,000 for the painting and then donated like $20,000 to a local food bank where the guy lived. Oh, wow. Wow. That's crazy. Um, The marble races Kat and I got super into was because of last week tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. They sponsored this season 
And every episode of that, whoever won, there was a donation made in the marble team's name to a food bank. Like thousands and thousands of dollars. And then the most recent thing, he started a feud with a town called Danbury, Connecticut. Uh-huh. And he's just talking shit about him, like, every episode. Just like, <laughs> fuck you, Danbury. Just out of nowhere. Like, he'll be talking about Trump and be like, fuck Donald Trump, just like Danbury, Connecticut, and so on <laughs> and so forth. Danbury has answered back in just, like, spectacular fashion. And the mayor made a video that they were going to rename the sewage plant, the John Oliver Memorial sewage plant because it's also full of crap. (laughs) Well, John Oliver got all excited, and then the mayor was like, obviously that's a joke. Like, we're not actually going to name it that. John Oliver has offered something like $50,000 in charitable donations for local charities if the mayor will actually name the sewage plant that. You better do it. He's going to. He's absolutely going to. <laughs> and he told Danbury, if y'all don't have like the stones to do this, I will go to a neighboring town and get them to do it and give the money to all their charities. It's fantastic. <laughs> like he had he has this like ongoing saga with all these <laughs> different bits and it's so good. He has a weird thing for Adam Driver. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I could rave about last week tonight, like all day. But he, he uh, now uh, last last week um, podcast. Yeah, of <laughs> of Doug just explaining everything that every bit John Oliver has done since May. But yeah, it very worth watching if you don't. Um, he did a bit on WWE a while yeah, back I that was that. I, yeah stellar. I heard about that, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people, when all that shit came out on Friday, a lot of people brought up that um, brought up that thing about how they are classified as independent contractors. When yep. they're so, we can hit that before we talk about AEW, because that was sort of in the AEW show, too. Yeah. What the fuck is Vince <laughs> doing? Was. I was like, that definitely helped me feel better after the other nonsense that we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> rant over all of us and but in general like is vince so out of touch that he's worried about them making no question about a couple thousand bucks with cameos a week like he it's i don't know that it's necessary i mean out of touch is part of it but he's just wants that much control over people that they can't do anything without his permission and without him making a cut and he wants a big cut, and you just get a little bit. Yeah. But I'll, yeah, because there's no way. I mean, he's pissed. I mean, because what is it? Sasha charges, is it 400 or 600? I don't That's remember. 600. I thought it was like around 300 or something. That she yeah, charges. I was like, good for her. I was like, listen, if somebody's going to pay that, then you deserve every single damn penny of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I was like, she set her, she knows her worth. She set the price and people are clear because if people weren't paying for it, then she'd lower it. So clearly yep. people, I mean, I don't know how many she does, but clearly they, I mean, it's enough that she's not having to lower her, her prices for it. Well, yeah. what I love is Vince is like, you know what? I have no problem charging $400 for the fake replica belts. 
Oh my god. But if you if you want a 90 second video from one of our wrestlers, nah, that's not cool. No, unless it's through yeah, because I saw something about how it's because he wants to do more of those meet and greets like he did at SummerSlam. But I was like, that's with like four wrestlers and how many of those spots did you have open? Yeah. You were able because I know Bailey sold out pretty quickly and I guess I know we watched that Braun Strowman Chronicles thing and he they showed him like talking to a couple of different people, but I was like, I mean, how many spots did you open up? Five or ten? Yeah. Where Cameo was unlimited. Well, and my thing is, like, Cameo is something they can do on the road or in yeah. their car or whatever. Who Back cares, man? Backstage yeah. in Cameron. Yeah. I don't know. I just... And then, on top of that, like, Vince makes up-up down-down shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they fan... Um, I don't know if you guys follow Tom Colohue. He is, um, he does writing for, he does, he contributes to Daily DDT, but he's the senior reporter at Sports Skeeta. Um, and he's been doing some really great reporting on, um, on this situation. And he had a lot of really good information. And he was saying, like, when this came out, that he's long said that the one person that he thinks backstage is the most powerful that could say something and get other wrestlers to follow him as Xavier because he was like, Xavier has that presence where he's so likable, but he also commands a lot of respect. And then this, uh, his YouTube channel is so successful that like, if he, they were saying that basically if they are serious about trying to unionize, because apparently there's been some wrestlers who are like, we're, we're not getting rid of our accounts and yeah. they're, push yeah. back against it and they were saying that if Xavier leads that then they think that that he's I guess they would have the most successful chance with with Xavier or maybe even somebody I, like Roman Reigns I think Xavier could put it in terms that Vince would understand right, like, right. I promise you up up down down has brought viewers to Raw and Smackdown oh yeah because yeah. Cesaro and Adam Cole and Tyler Breeze and Xavier are like the main crew right yeah. now. They're hysterical on there. Yeah, I've yeah. seen like little clips that they'll post on YouTube and the clips are really quite, like what was the one that they did a few weeks ago where they were I can't remember what song they did. Oh, I know I knew because this is what I thought of too, but it was that song. I'm out of the loop with that one, so um um, God, I'm Jagged Edge. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> then Cesaro, like, I don't remember what it was. God, it was really fucking funny, though. And I was like, oh, no wonder yeah, this channel. Yeah, about, um, when they said something about your three-piece suit. And oh, like, yeah, the, and it was Cesaro in his three-piece suit. Yeah, and it was, like, with a um, beach background because of references, all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, was really great. Uh, I, heard, I mean, I already knew that song, so I think that's why I, I'm um, excited over it. They were yeah. playing this game called Fall Guys that sold like 7 million copies on computer and it yeah. was free this month on PlayStation. So like everybody's playing this game. Right. And you get these different outfits and there was this guy dressed as a cactus and <laughs> you can, sh it's kind of like a competitive obstacle course, but yeah. you can shove people off. Oh god! So Cesaro got shoved off by this cactus guy, and he oh. was like, "Yeah, 
that cactus was a real prick. <laughs> and I'm like, Good one. oh my God, he speaks five languages and he can make puns in them. He's the best. He is. Um, he's and he's just like constantly si- sipping his coffee. Because Vince doesn't like him. That's why he won't. That's why they won't push him. Yeah, because Cesaro is smart. Yeah, Vince, Vince doesn't get him is what I saw recently. And he doesn't understand Because why. he doesn't get that he's what was smarter that, than him. What was the move he did at Mania? Um, it was He used to do it on the indies all the time. Um, oh, the that, UFO that, thing? Yes, thank you. I couldn't yeah. think of what it was. And, like, people were like, why the hell? Like, why won't he do that on WWE? And they said, right. apparently, Vince doesn't like it, or Vince doesn't get it, or doesn't... Vince is me. really strict about movesets. Yeah. Because um, apparently, like, Big Show, back when he was young and athletic, could do moonsaults. Uh-huh. And he did one on a house show or something one time, and Vince tore him a new asshole... I was like, you're a giant. You don't do moon salts, goddammit. Um and do you know how fucking cool it would be for to see a giant do a moon salt? Exactly. Yeah. How awesome is it when James Drake does a moon salt? That's amazing. I so I think that's part of it. Like he gets in his head, you are this archetype, and he doesn't want you to do anything outside of that archetype. Archetype you are. <laughs> <laughs> now old crazy man is Vince's yeah. archetype. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it before. I didn't know about it until recently, and then Vince retweeted again this weekend, and it was the thing about how, because basically talking about how Vince has always done shit like this, and how he forced um, JJ Dillon to buy a house that he really couldn't afford in this really nice neighborhood. And he was like, Oh, well, you know, you're going to be here forever. And he hyped him up and all this stuff. And he's like, you have two young girls. Um, you need to buy this house. And so he did it. And I think it was like way out of like what he could afford. And they, and then he did. Okay. And then when the steroid trial happened, they're like, Oh, well we have to make some cuts to pay for this and all this stuff. And they cut his paycheck. Like, ridiculous and it was so bad that he had to foreclose on his house Um, and Vince would not help him Vince knew what was sick to him and was like I can no longer afford my house and he was like oh well and um, then apparently there was something similar that happened with Ultimate Warrior and Bix posted like it was a part of a handwritten note where he he forced him to I think to buy a, a house or he made instead of paying him for I think it was like Wrestlemania 7 or something he made him he was like just instead of a bonus you're gonna get this house and then he was like so he demanded like five hundred thousand dollars in cash for the house and I, I get I don't think Vince ever paid it like he so Jesus. he's always done he's always done these things where he puts his employees where they're financially, where basically they're financially dependent on him. And then uh, when it suits him, he'll cut stuff and then he just screws them over repeatedly. And they were saying that's basically like why JJ Dillon left and like, just it's like a history of all this shit. And so they were like, this is not a surprise. And they were like, this is why you have got to unionize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. That old man has too much power. He really yeah. does. Uh, all right. So, Getting off all the negativity of WWE and Vince McMahon, let's talk about AEW. Negativity. 
Um, but there is there is some negativity to be had. I know. Really, I just went one really gigantic negative. Yeah. So I've seen a lot. I I read a lot of stuff today that people were like, "Man, this pay per view sucked." I don't think this pay per view sucked. They watched. Yeah, I thought it was good it may not have been Wait, as did good did you watch payback because that pay-per-view fucking sucked yeah the only reason i, mean, I cared about it is because i knew roman was gonna turn and i've been I, well i wanted all out wasn't the worst show i've seen i mean it was their weakest pay-per-view to date i mean some, some sometimes they have that review is better than a lot of wwe pay-per-view well, yeah well yeah here's the well, thing i agree with that AEW has set the bar so ridiculously high because they haven't had a miss on a pay-per-view yet. Yep. You know? So, like, an above-average pay-per-view is going to look like shit compared to the last few they yeah. did. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, some people, uh, that Bird app that we use, trying to say <laughs> that because they read, this dude was like, well, based on tweets I'm reading, I guess um, All Out was worse than SummerSlam and Payback. And I was like, <laughs> Are you fucking reading? Because I'm like, there, there was a lot of people yourself, shitting on you know? it. Um, yeah. But I will say, part of my issue, I got burnt out by the end because they treated it like mania, but they didn't have. So they had the two red carpet shows and the countdown and the buy-in. You didn't watch any of that stuff, so I watched the red carpet and the buy-in. I didn't fuck with the countdown because i'm like i bet that's the same video packages they're going to be showing all night right. so i mean i get why they do it especially for the like the casual i know they hate the term casual fan in AEW, but for the people yeah. who don't like watch it regularly yeah. Or, yeah so like i get that but i was like no i'm already i don't i don't need to see all of them. the yeah. red carpet shows weren't bad because they actually gave some talent that don't Get a lot yeah. of mic time sometimes to talk. It's on YouTube. Maybe yeah. I should go back and take a look at it. Um, I didn't hate the red carpet shows. Like I, I found them relatively interesting. Mm. But it, it's just so weird to be doing all that fanfare when you can have less than ten percent of a crowd. Right. Um, they have, did. They made it fifteen percent this for this show. Yeah, they had like 700 people there. Yeah, Tony, yeah, so they, Tony said on Thursday on the that it, they were guessing like somewhere between 700 to 750 people were going to be at the They show. got the quietest pay-per-view fans ever then. Well, I think part of it too that I kept seeing all, other than the one match, um, they said it was really fucking hot. And uh, yeah, that'll do. When we went for Fight for the Fallen... It was pretty damn hot. I mean, it cooled off some, but yeah. like when Mox was talking on the media scrum last night, he was saying that when Renee took out the trash at 10 a.m. and said she started sweating, he was like, oh, God, this does not bode well for tonight. <laughs> and he said that because you know how his entrance came from the top of Daly's place. And yeah. he walked down all this. He said before he even got to the ring, he was in a full sweat. That and doesn't said, surprise me. And yeah, wearing so, the mask like makes it worse too. Yeah, and he yeah, and he, he said he sweated through four shirts 
yesterday and he was oh like <laughs> yeah, and he said like all the shows this summer have been hot but he was like that one was really bad and they said and Sean Ross that I saw him tweet said that fans were tweeting him and like it's so hot out here and that it's killing the crowd because we're exhausted because we've been sitting in the heat for hours. They're like it's not necessarily anything to do with the show itself it's just it's really hot and um Tony did Tony Khan did point out that they are clear to um to perform indoors but oh. he was like it's safer to do it outdoors because it's less of a risk to you know for yeah. people to get covid and he was like so that's the trade off he was like but we tell pe- we tell our talent like stay hydrated we keep water everywhere and he was like so that he was like but that you know that's kind of the the trade-off is either it's really really hot but then we can actually have people at our shows and he was like it's just the safest thing to do right now is to stay at daily's place he was like it's been our choice this whole summer um to do that and he was like yeah it is hot he was like but you know we we just it is what it is yeah right so i guess that explains why it was like so quiet but um it just it i don't know how to say it it didn't feel like a big pay-per-view. Like, a lot was going on, but it didn't feel like a lot was going on. It, I don't know. It just, that's my Yeah, on I can it. see, I can see how it came off that way. Um, but anyways, buy-in match, so we were happy to hear Brit versus Swole got moved to the main show. But that meant we had to have two buy-in matches that were out of nowhere with no build-up at all. <laughs> Which, you know, it, I was fine with Yeah. yeah. Well, I, w- I was happy with who the talent was, so. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, yeah, apparently, um, I saw Serpentico tweet earlier today that people were tweeting him, tweeting shit to him, I guess. I guess because he got a spot on the show. I don't know. I'm like, have you people never watched Serpentico on Dark before? Because he's really good. But I don't know what they were saying. But he was like, I mean, I wrestle for four shows a month. And I get to hang out with my dogs and my beautiful girlfriend. And I get um, for 27, <laughs> for the 27 other days. He was like, and I get paid for it. So I don't know why yeah. you're. <laughs> I don't blame him. I'd be there. Yeah. If they gave me that phone call and were like, hey, can you be in Jacksonville every Wednesday? I'd be there. Right, exactly. Um, um, he said, yeah, because he said last year he was sitting at home on the couch. Yeah. And, you know, then he got to perform. And I was like, and he's he's earned it. I had read, yeah. somebody did an article a few months ago and said out of all the dark performers, both, like, sign talent and other talent, Serpentico had the most appearances um, between being Serpentico and human. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, but I was like, so they should reward him with a, a buy-in match for the biggest fucking pay-per-view of the year. Good for him. Well, and they gave him his entrance, and they didn't make it a squash. Yes, yes. exactly. Uh, I, hey, guys, uh, I'll like, give you right back very quickly. I gotta do something very quickly. Okay. Okay. Um... Yeah, but, like, him getting his entrance with the streamers, I was just like, hey, we see that entrance all the time. Well, yeah. I was we, like, how many times have I snapped that, <laughs> that first in person? Nearly every time, because it's so fucking cool that I will show you that piece. <laughs> well, we used to see it all the time. Yeah, we did. Oh. Um, we were spoiled. 
But yeah, my my tweet last night about this match was, hey, I've seen both of these guys wrestle at Escapade. <laughs> um, Escapada. E- Escapade, yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta say it in the Spanish yeah. manner. It's not um, even there anymore. It's not Escapade anymore. They're making it a used car. Yeah, I, I thought they knocked it down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I think when I drove past there last, I think that they're, I think, I'm pretty sure they're turning it into a used car lot. Oh, well, um, it doesn't have its, um, actually, I think I have video of it, um, that it's not going to have the giant hole where Man Scout threw Skylar's <laughs> butt into the, um, into the thing and they put a hole in the thing. And it will <laughs> no longer have bathrooms full of mosquitoes and no stall doors oh my god and those sticky ass floors my flip-flop literally got stuck it happened to me too and i had to take my foot out of my shoe and was it it was the person that we don't hang out with yeah and she had to like yank it off the floor because i couldn't get it off myself and so she had to like use it was it was really bad it's a good thing the shows were so good back then because that that venue was not great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like i remember it fondly but then i'm like but why why do yeah. i like look back on it with nostalgia and i'm like oh yeah the matches were really good like i think i only got i think i only ordered drinks there like once or twice yeah it was and they, expensive like, jacked up the prices where it wouldn't be surprised yeah we had to split the staff uh, um, was like i'm sure wouldn't be surprised if the staff was like jacking up the prices and then like pocketing stuff. probably yeah. were we hey, have- yo, I'm back. What's up? Well, yeah. uh, so what were you guys talking about? Escapade. Oh. <laughs> I was, Memories. I was talking about how we've seen both Serpentico and Joey Janela wrestle in a Latin club that's no longer there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, oh. yeah. I, I was really happy to see Serpentico get that spot. And if they're yeah, going to keep using him, they need to sign him. Like, yeah, I thought he was signed. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he is officially. Uh-uh. It, it's kind of like Suge. I mean, Suge had a match with Jericho and never got signed. So. And now he's, and now he's gone. I mean, I don't blame him for leaving. Maybe it just... I mean, and I don't know that if they... It sounded like maybe from his tweet that maybe they did offer him something, but it just wasn't maybe what he thought it was worth. And so... Yeah. Well, he, and... I completely understand. I mean, I miss watching him all the time, especially because we don't get to see him here anymore. So it was nice to be able to mm-hmm. turn on YouTube and see Suge um, yeah. every week um, during all this. So it's definitely I miss. I miss. I, I think him. for him too, though, it's also like I'm pretty sure he stays in Georgia when he's yeah, when so. he's not in England. That's yeah. not a short drive. No, from, from where I believe his home base yeah, is to Jacksonville. So he tweeted a few weeks ago and said that he was a professional driver who happened to wrestle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I thought Joey and Serpentico was what it needed to be. I mean, it was. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Me too. It wasn't. It didn't blow me away, but it established Serpentico as the heel. That was last minute. Yeah. Um. But I love Serpentico, like, getting up on top for the Swanton, teasing yeah. it, teasing it. No, I'm just stomping him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Full heel shit. Um, 
So I'm enjoying that. Science or Pentaco, Tony Khan. Yeah, do it. All right. Uh, next up was a match that I feel like more people should be talking about, and I think the result went to the wrong person or people. But Private Party versus Reynolds and Silver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does anyone else remember how good the Beaver Boys were? Yeah. Oh, man. So, back when PWG used to run a tag tournament, mm-hmm. um, it was called, like, DDT4 or something. Right. They, they haven't run it since, like, 2014 or some shit. But it was great because it was... You didn't know the matchup, so it was just kind of randomly thrown together. And then, if you beat the champs in the early rounds, you were the champ after wow. you beat them. Right. So every match you had continuing in the tournament was a championship match, wow. um, which is how Trevor and Andrew Everett ended up PWG champs because they won that tournament that year. Nice. Um, but the Beaver Boys were in that, and they were so impressive. And then I never saw them again. Yeah, we... um. We have, we really need to utilize our IWTV subscription more, uh, but we've seen them a few times on Beyond Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and I thought yeah. they were pretty good there. They're awesome. And they finally got to show it last night. Like, yeah. they, they had one sequence. I would have ended it there. Like, no one right. was going to top that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like six or seven double team moves, like, in a row. And they just flowed so smoothly and together. I'm like, that's it. They won. It's over. And then, of course, Private Party kicked out. But Yeah, and I do. And I I love Private Party. They're mm-hmm. so fucking fun to watch. And so I kind of, I guess the reason they did that was to kind of give them some momentum back. Because they had been, like in the early episodes, they had been really over. And then they kind of squandered them a little bit and then i really wish they had kept them with matt hardy a little bit more because i think i think matt can really i mean and not that he's not still doing it backstage um but i think that he could have been uh, that could have been hugely beneficial for them because they're so good and they have the i think they have the talent there to be one of the the better tag teams but i mean i thought the beaver boys looked really great last night but I, and I agree that they they needed that win more than private party did. Yeah, my my yeah. thing is private party can eat a lot of momentum because they're so fun to watch. Yeah. Like you put private party on and people are flipping by, people are going to stop. Yeah. Reynolds and, like, and, and I always wait like I'm impressed like I wait for gin and juice and then I'm impressed with it. Like, I'm watching it for the first time. Yep, every time. And the same thing with Silly String. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. <laughs> and they they don't just... They don't do the same, like, six or seven high-flying moves in the same order every right. time. You don't know when it's going to drop. They also sell for the other teams. They don't do their high-flying stuff after they've gotten the shit kicked out of them. Right. 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 Um, so... I really enjoy Private Party, and I do think they are probably a future, like, star tag team in the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Reynolds and Silver, like, no one knows who they are. Yeah. They're and just I think, I, buried. I guess the, 
the theme of everything else that they did last night with Dark Order, that was the reason they lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I get I I get it in that sense, but if you're looking at it solely for who needed the win more, then it should have gone to them. I may change my tune after Dynamite on that one, depending what they do with Dark Order, but I don't yeah. know. I was like, man, I, I really thought this was going to be like, I keep waiting for Dark Order's coming out party. Like, I think I, they're getting there. I think, uh, and then they have changed, they, because I, I wrote an article about it a couple of weeks ago, and I know part of it too is because me and Nikki and Matthew watch BTE, so we see all the extra shit, and that's another oh my thing. God. The Beaver Boys are fucking hysterical. Like, they, and I know Matthew said it before, and I agree, like, the whole stuff that they do with John Silver is basically making Brody yell at him until he corpses. And it and it happens every, every single time. Every single time. I've and got to start watching BTE. You've got to. They've become, like, one of the most popular um, bits that they do because it's just it's really fucking funny because you should actually even watch like the last few episodes and even if you don't watch the entire show just go back and watch like Brody some yelling of the... at John yeah, Silver yeah everybody. Brody's like calling him a bitch and everything yeah. and just... he calls him a child and always talks about how his 8 year old son is smarter than John Silver and he's always like get out of my fucking face and like and even that's why I, when they did the celebration thing like he was going around on high five and everybody well he skipped right over Silver and you could just see the look on Silver's face when he realized that he got left hanging and then because well he like he excitedly like reached I mean you could see like the excitement on his face and it just like went right he raises because Silver's obviously not as tall as <laughs> Bernie Lee so he just like um raises arm over his head so it was yeah. just and, and so those so I do enjoy that those little those little things are crossing over because I see I hear some people complain and they're like oh well I don't watch BTE I don't watch dark which that's fine for you, but for those of us who do invest in these things, then we should be rewarded for what we watch. Because, like, I hate when people are like, well, it doesn't really matter if this happens on Dark. Well, I fucking have watched every single episode of Dark. So, yes, we should be, we should get to see some of this stuff, too. And it's not our fault that you don't get these little inside jokes. Like, we should be, yeah. like, I think it, like, most of it stands alone by itself. So, if you don't watch it's not a big deal, but for those of us who do, like, it's cool to see these little things that they've brought in. Because I was like, that's the whole thing that started with, I mean, that's basically how All In started. Well, yeah, exactly. These little it, things. It's just like Marvel movies are completely different from the comics, but they'll reward you if you're a comic reader. Right. Like, right. The, yeah. the second Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, is nothing like the Age of Ultron comic book. But they did slip in the iconic broken Captain America shield. So everyone who read the comic was like, hey, I know where that's from. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, it's possible to enjoy it without watching BT and Dark. Because, like, I only watch Dark every once in a while. And, you know, I've, I think I've, I haven't watched BT since they were in New Japan. Like, oh, yeah. that was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Like, I think when they announced All In was the first time, was the last time I watched BTE. 
Yeah. Because um, they were all standing outside the Tokyo Dome and shit. Um, right. But, yeah. But I keep hearing how hysterical it is. And, like, I own all the Elite picture books. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> don't know if I told y'all, I read Adam Page's. Not very well written. Again. <laughs> they have got to get some editors helping these poor boys write children's books in a logical manner. Oh, gosh. Oh. Colts was really good, and the Young Bucks one is really good. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought I remembered you saying that. Cody's and Adam's have been, like, middle of the road at best. They probably just threw it together to hurry up and get their books out, too. Yeah. Our, our niece and nephews will call us to delay bedtime. Uh-huh. And they'll be like, we want a story, and especially if... Cat's reading it. She does all the voices and stuff. And I keep him wondering when I can get away with sneaking the wrestling books in. But <laughs> I haven't done it yet. You should. Yeah, I'm waiting until they're a little older. Yeah. <laughs> um, the oldest one is six right now. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. They're also all quarantined right now. Oh. Yay. <laughs> Yay, daycare. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so... Also, another reason you should, um, go back and watch the other ones is just so you can hear Evil Uno scream when, um, Brody throws papers at him. I <laughs> love Uno. Like, yeah, he's so much fun. It took me a while to, like, I mean, it wasn't that I didn't get them or anything like that, but it took me a while to, like, really, like, I'm like, okay, this is what everybody's been talking about. Yeah, um, it, with them and um and then just really the well and that's um, why like in the article that i was writing a few weeks ago because brody made the comment that dark order is better now than they were in december which i think is true mm -hmm. because um evil uno and sue grayson have quietly um built their way up. as a when I read the article they were number then them they were the number five tag team and they just have such uh, their matches are really good but you can tell like the matches with the bucks you can tell that there's that like that muscle memory there but the mm -hmm. matches because it just flows so well and they just bring out the best in them and just it's really um it's really cool to watch and I know that you guys are familiar with it because of PWG but we we had not seen them before yeah um, and so it's right. just, I, I feel like they're really solid and they're quietly becoming one of the better tag teams. And my favorite thing about it, if they ever want to turn them face, like kick them out of Dark Order, they right. just go to Super Smash Brothers and are Player Uno and Player Dose and right. go on their way and it'll be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uno is probably... One of the most overlooked wrestlers, like, in North America. Yeah, He's I, so yeah, I good. I agree. Um, and then, like, they let uh, Stu cut a promo on the red carpet. Really? I was like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. I really do need to go back and watch this. Yeah, I don't think his English is great. Because uh, I, I know there are... It, it's absurd how many great wrestlers come from French Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it like it's unfair. Like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, yeah. Stu Grayson, and that's just the three off the top of my head. Yeah. All right. So main show, 
we open with someone that Sam had a little Zoom call with the other day. Um, and I was, and I mean, Nikki in the background, I could just hear it. <laughs> it she um, had to come I, rescue me like partially through because Miley went outside and I forgot to lock the glass door because I was trying to. Our hurry. door is not properly like I mean it works fine but it does it's not it doesn't um, latch right. Yeah, and um, so Miley knows to rattle it if she wants in, and it's obnoxiously loud. Yeah, it's in the middle of an answer, and I'm like, do I stop? Do I stop her and be like, let me go get my dog? Or no. do I let her finish and then try to get the dog? And thank God, because I thought Nikki was asleep. Because <laughs> no, it was okay. early. This was an early interview. And so, oh, y'all know Samantha's got a big mouth. Uh, y'all are funny. 9 a.m. early. Listen, no, oh, I'm up. And no, I'm up. And I'm, I'm up. I'm just not functioning. <laughs> so. I have to be pleasant with children at 8.15. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I can't, that, uh, that's not for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. with the virtual thing, they're all, like, still in bed when they come into class, so it's like, okay, cool, I don't have to be super pleasant to you, because you're only, like, a, a little bit awake. Right. Yeah, I, there, oh, yeah. a part of me, I was like, can I just, well, I guess like, I won't, I'll, can I just do this interview from my bed, but I didn't, I just, <laughs> I just look I don't, at you I being professional and shit. This is my first <laughs> I don't want to be unprofessional, so I'll sit and I'll come in here into the living room. And she was in her hotel room uh, yeah. when she did the interview, and she we were both in no makeup and just <laughs> just talk. And I was really like, they didn't give us a. Um, it was nice they didn't give us a, a cutoff time, and so I ended up talking to her for like a half an hour. I, we could have kept going. It was just she. The conversation was really great, but I didn't want to take up any more of her time. And yeah. She's got stuff to do, but it was, it was really good. It was a really good conversation. We talked about, um, we talked a lot about a lot of stuff, which of course, you know, wrestling is the important part, but I really wanted to talk to her about the other stuff. So we talked about like allyship and especially in pro wrestling, but just in general. And we had conversations about like Black Lives Matter and how it's affected her daughter and how her daughter has already experienced racism at such a young age. Yep. Sad. Yeah, Yeah. it it was sad. And so it was just, it was a really, really good conversation. And I think, I hope, I mean, it was, the interview is long, but I hope that people will read it, not just for the, because I actually, I thought I was telling Nikki, I think I was like, I think I'm going to promote it again, but to try to promote the part, the non-wrestling part, because I was like, we had such an important discussion about like, um, should Dynamite have run a show when all the other sports were, you know, they had canceled their games that week and had there not been fans in there, would they have canceled it? But she gave like really thoughtful um, answers. And I think it was just, I think it's a really important interview, not just because I did it, but I think it's just yeah. because but the, yeah. the topics that we discussed, like I think it's, it's things that people need to think about. And she was just, she just had a lot of really good responses and it was a, a really good conversation. And so to me, my favorite wrestling interviews are the ones that do veer off wrestling. I mean, y'all have listened to this show. You yeah. know, you know, 99% of the time, if we're interviewing somebody, we might mention their match they had that night. And then we move yeah. on and like talk about random shit. Like their flip flops covered in grass or, <laughs> you know, what their <laughs> Yeah. If they're a gentle I, lover 
or you know <laughs> shit like that right. it's more fun to know them as people and like yeah. not worry about oh this was a five star match you put on in Japan with Kenny Omega no one gives a shit like we we saw that match we don't need to talk yeah, about that right. move on yeah. I'm sure that wrestlers, like, when they do interviews, they just get tired of hearing the same questions that they've already answered, like, 10,000 times. Yeah. So, it's a good thing to, like, you know, try to have a conversation about, you know, personal life. And, well, yeah. and like, I even had, like, I ended up cutting it from the article just because it didn't go flow with it. But I talked to my editor, and he's like, well, maybe you can write, like, a little article about it later. But I asked her, like... Um, about their daughter and like, she, like about her, like who her favorite wrestlers are besides mommy and daddy. And she told some cute little stories uh, and stuff like that. And she hasn't had a chance to meet any of the eight, like be backstage at AEW. But <laughs> she said Orange Cassidy is her is her favorite because he's yeah. <laughs> is is Orange Cassidy not everyone's favorite right now? I mean, if, I if he's not, they're wrong. Yeah, I mean. I, have you talked to anybody mentioned Orange Cassidy and they're like, man, fuck that guy. No. No one has said that about Orange Cassidy ever. Because he's amazing. <laughs> That's why I didn't give... Because people were like, oh my god, my most have made him so stupid. I was like, it's exactly. fucking Orange Cassidy. This is the type of match that well, Orange Cassidy would have. I knew that's where they were going with it. I mean, maybe not... I didn't guess the, like, bat uh, of... Full of- <laughs> legged water, like yeah, water like, and some was, orange color. We were when they put when orange put it in a cup. I was like, that is not orange juice. That looks like straight up piss. Yeah, yeah Kat and I discussed it. Yeah, we think they like, filled it full of water, and then they bought just <laughs> enough tang to mix in, <laughs> and that's it. That's all they did. Kool-Aid from Dark Order because. Yeah, you know, Alex Reynolds carries around Alex Reynolds carries around purple Kool Aid because he tries to when they recruit people. He was like, "Just drink the Kool Aid." <laughs> That's also <laughs> referenced on the red carpet specials. Alex Alex probably had a bunch of orange Kool Aid and they just got it from him. Exactly. There you go. They just uh, mystery solved. <laughs> it, it was either Tang or orange Kool Aid because it's cheap. Uh, it, it looked. Anyway, though, back to Brit and Swole. Um, I I thought this was fine. Like, I didn't think it was anything crazy, but it was good for what it was. My question is, was at first, is this Brit's actual office? And then they started drilling through chairs. I'm like, oh, this is not Brit's actual office. I didn't think it was in the first place. It was too clean. think was yeah. really interesting from listening to because somebody asked tony like well why did you put it why did you decide to put it on the main card and it wasn't necessarily the fan outcry like i mean i think that played into it but he basically said this was brit's first back match like the most physical she's been in months and if the if it didn't look good he didn't want people to have to pay for it yeah which I get. So he said it was him, Kenny Omega. Who else was <laughs> Sorry, it? Miley. It was him, Kenny Omega, and who else were, were um, there? Uh, uh, damn it, I know um, Jerry Lynn. Oh, yeah, Jerry Lynn. And I think, was it one other person? And the cameraman. And so 
he said that the, he thought the match was really fun. He thought it went really well. The, he's like, the length of it was fun, um, that they could fit it into the main show. And so he said everything just kind of fell into place because on Thursday, he did say that that match was originally on the main card. Like when they planned it all summer, it was on the main card. And then he was like, but then I moved it to the buy-in, but he didn't say why until after the show last night. He was like, well... If basically, if Britt didn't look like she was ready, they didn't want to make fans pay for it, which I get, but also you're using that match to get people to buy the pay-per-view. Right. So, but, and so and even when I talked to Swole about it, because at the time when we had the interview, it was still on the buy-in, and she was like, look, I don't care where I'm at. She's like, sometimes I like going first. I like setting the tone. I like people to say, look at us. This is what we can do now pay money and buy the rest of the show. So yeah. she was really, really positive about it. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like the bullshit. Oh, I'm just grateful to be here. Stuff like it was like, she, you could tell she meant it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she was really happy with And so I don't know when they, I don't know if when I had talked to her, if they had filmed it or if they filmed it later, um, after I talked to her, but I did notice that when they were outside, it the sun was going down, and then in one shot when they went to the office, it was really dark outside. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so I'm not quite sure when they filmed it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed. It. I, I thought it was a little short, but then I guess they also just had to do what they had to do, and you can't. That's not a match that goes on for you know right. half an hour. So Cat and I discussed this like. You can do two types of cinematic matches. You can do ones like this that are very specific and very tied to that dentist office or like the graveyard match with AJ and Taker. That was very specific staying in that location. Right. Or you do the sprawling epic like Final Deletion or Stadium Stampede and you just go batshit insane. Yeah. yeah. You can't go That's that batshit cool. in a dentist office. Yeah, so, I mean, you get out of, there's only like five things that you can do, and then yeah. you do it, and that's it. So. Yeah, I I thought it was a good length for what they were yeah. able to do. They worked yeah. in the whole, you know, Brit's trash thing. Yeah. How many diplomas did Brit have on display? <laughs> All of them. In fake-ass frames. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, glass that was... just bursting. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, I wanted, I kind of hoped that since she had Reba, that Nicole Savoy was going to pop out somewhere. Yeah, I wanted her when yeah, it was turning was hoping, into a handicap match. Yeah, exactly. I was uh, hoping she'd pop out and do something or she'd, you know, do something to Reba so Reba couldn't help anymore or something. Yeah. But, excuse me, I enjoyed it and I'm glad it got on the first card and I'm really glad that they were able, I Swole kept saying they were able to make her story and she was when we talked she was really excited about that and it meant a lot to her because she said you know when you wrestle you don't really think you're going to be the first anything because everything has been done yeah um, so she was like to learn that we were the first women to have a singles match in a cinematic format she was like that that's pretty cool she was like that's really cool yeah yeah because so. that's that forever cements a exactly. legacy of some sort. So Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's what she said. She was like, I'll be in the history books 
because of this. And she yeah. was like, so she was really, so, and because of course, you know, we were pissed when we found out it wasn't on the main card because they have worked so hard. And this story was the, Santa was very pissed. This is, I'm well, like, I mean, you know that she gets <laughs> angry. <laughs> they spent so much time on it. I know. But, <laughs> and so she made me feel better about it. Like, because she was like, Hey, we're still like, we're going to set the tone. You know, we're going to get people to buy this. We're set, you know, I'm going to be in the history books now. And, you know, and so like hearing her excitement for it. So had it still stayed on the buy-in, like I still would have been really happy with her. So yeah. I just was really glad. Except for they waited to announce it um, like 30 minutes after my article went live. So my whole fucking last paragraph <laughs> was irrelevant. Brit's, <laughs> Brit's shenanigans since being hurt have been one of my favorite things on Dynamite. Oh, the po- the yeah. police systems to send notes to Tony. Oh, yeah. Stroke yeah. of genius. Like, yeah. hysterical. Yes. And then when she got mad at him and she's like, we're not, you're not my friend right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. she's so good. And I was like, and just think about how she, like, where she was when she first started cutting promos and how they weren't that great. And then they yeah. were doing the stupid, where they were doing the dumb body shame and shit. And I yeah. was like, please don't, please be better than this. And then she just, you could tell that she finally, like, hit her stride and it just... They took off with it, and they, I, I well, think, so- she's one of those best type of heels because, like, she's not necessarily chicken shit. Mm-hmm. She just talks a lot of shit and can't back it up. Right. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and got and just the way she like how they work rebel into all of this and just oh my god and calling her Reba it makes me laugh every time and so I just they they've really been one of my favorite not just because it's full I mean that helps a lot because we love her but and then poor Reba falling in the tunnel and she thought nobody saw her yeah (laughs) Swole has cut some of my favorite promos of all time not just with Britt Baker but like in the past and some of those right. things still have not been paid off, and I'm disappointed. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure Swald no longer wants to work with that person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know who you're Racist about. bitch. On to bigger and better things. Look where she's at now, and look where Swole that is. person's at now. Yep. Yeah. Yep, for what sure. happens when you're a shitty person? Exactly. Um. What's funny, I wonder if she still signs things with Bible verses. Oh my god. Oh. Did, did y'all not know that? Oh. Yeah, she autographed um. everything with her name and Bible verses. Oh, because yeah, she's one of those people like that thinks that if she has it in her Twitter bio, then she can say whatever kind of racist bullshit she wants yeah. to say on Twitter because she's got a Bible verse well, in her bio. We were, we were confused because back when she was still running PWX, she was taking like it wasn't quite porn, but it was like underwear pictures and selling them. Oh God! And I'm like, huh? Like she was I mean, she was selling them as like merch, but uh, I was like, that doesn't match autographing with a Bible verse. Like, <laughs> if you want to take underwear pictures and sell them, more power to you. OnlyFans is like making a killing for a ton of women out there and everyone else, which is awesome. But don't don't pretend like you're going to church if you have OnlyFans, you know. <laughs> yeah. Some people can do both. 
I mean, they shouldn't be putting their Bible verses on there, but that don't mean that they can't. I, I would be really confused if I went to OnlyFans and paid money for some sort of picture and it showed up with a Bible verse on the Bible. Yeah, that would be confusing. Yeah. I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, enough about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brit and Swole, awesome. And I don't know if this is the end of the rivalry or whatever, but... I will I watch. Like we're gonna get a rematch out of this. This might be a yeah. I think that when uh, three no, match uh, thing, if if Cassidy and Jericho can go three matches, yeah, then they can go three matches. Which yeah, I, I think I think when Brick else. gets better, they'll have a regular match or something. Yeah, and then I guess the payoff will be at full gear, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Britt will have enough Brit. time to get ready for that. Yeah, I was going to say, I can see something happening. Like, the, I don't know what they'll do with the middle match, and then the culmination will be at at full gear, and Britt finally gets her victory over Swole. That would make sense. Yeah. Um. All right, so next match. Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Um, Jungle Boy is a fucking star. Oh, my God. Oh. He looked so good in this match. Yeah, they fucking yeah they they knew exactly what they were doing. They let him shine before they beat the shit out of him. Uh huh. <laughs> well, and that's yeah. that's the best white meat baby face. Like he's so good. Yeah. But you can also believe when he gets the shit kicked out of him, yeah. and he's gonna eventually build this following that he's gonna be the Daniel Bryan of this company. Oh. A hundred percent. And yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. Five years. Yeah. Um, and I still love Luchasaurus. Like, yeah. And I love them together. They work so well together. Also, um, love titties. <laughs> <laughs> also a BTE reference. Um, <laughs> so I saw something brought up. Is Marco a heel manager? Because uh, he talks shit and he interferes. Every match. I mean, I guess they basically have signed him to a deal to get his ass beat. Because yeah, he no. can sell for anybody. That's true. Um, I mean, no. he even did it for Matt. He only he did it for Matt Jackson last night. So I mean, I could see that. You know what's so funny? Like, um, I said on Twitter earlier. Like, my girlfriend watched AEW for the first time. Yeah. And it was her first time seeing Marco. And she hated him. <laughs> yeah. He comes out there. He flosses. He talks shit. He yeah. does annoying shit. He's a heel. Yeah. And, yeah. If I had known who Marco was coming into this, I probably would not like him either. <laughs> and, I, and I asked her, like, why do you hate him? And then she's like, I don't know. It's just I hate him. Like, I just hate, like, you know, he's annoying. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he, he, is, he does have a very punchable face. Yeah. yeah, and I've seen people who weren't familiar with him before AEW, and they were like, and I mean, I know it's, some of it's just that old school mindset, and I don't know how much indie wrestling they keep that person, this person keeps up with, but they were like, it's not believable that Marco can do all this stuff, and I'm like, if you could only see what he did on the indies, it is very believable, and he does his job, like, this is what he's paid to do, and he does it very well. Yeah, he gets paid to get thrown across the barricade, that's he it. Gets he is paid to be yeeted on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> I saw I saw somebody tweet uh, last night, you know, the Bucks super kicking Marco 
turned him into mega baby faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's what he said when uh, Omega beat the shit out of him a few weeks ago when Cl- Cleaner Kenny kind of popped out a little bit. <laughs> they were like, he's the, they're like, how is he supposed to be a heel? Because he just beat the shit out of Marco, and that's the biggest baby face move you could do. <laughs> so, the elite's going to heel, right? Everybody. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch that with the Bucks at first until somebody tweeted it. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yes, because Matt's already in his angry mode. Like when he yeah, beat the shit Nick out of was Marco. sort of like teetering between. And then the, when they when they left with Kenny, that's what sealed it. They didn't leave with him. Kenny left by himself. Yeah. Oh, well, that's he, right. That is true. Was like, yeah. I, excuse me, because he was thinking was in the I think the end of the elite is actually coming. Yeah. Well, and you think about it, Cody hasn't been involved with the elite and how, I mean, like, because people were like, when Cody since, got his like, ass, inner circle feud. Yeah, and since yeah. Cody, like, when Cody got his ass beat by the Dark Order, people were like, well, where the fuck were the elite at? And I'm like, he hasn't done anything with them. It's all about the Nightmare family. He doesn't. Cody even referenced it in a promo. He was like, you know, I'm not sure if I'm in the elite anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't even try. And he hasn't been on BTE <laughs> in months. Does he have other shit going on that he's doing? Like, that, Yeah, he's been written off TV because he's doing a... Sh- Stephen Amell has a TV show that's starring. Oh, yeah. He's filming, he's filming, so he's been written off TV for that. And so, well, part of it was obviously to sell Brody. Stephen he, Amell... Needs to come to AEW. I'm sure it's coming. But you had a new promotion for his TV show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that depends. Is it owned by Warner Brothers? Um, I have no idea. I don't know anything about this new TV show. I just saw that he was written, that he has a new TV show, and when it got announced, he was like, "Cody, you should come see me," or something like that. And then I saw that that was why he was written off TV. And it sounds like he's going to be gone for a while. Like I don't even know if he's going to be back before the end of the year. Yeah, I I don't, I don't, I don't hate that because we kind of needed a Cody break. Yeah, well, uh, and I think Cody needed a break from everything um, too. So yeah. I think it's I think it's good for everybody. Yeah. And it and then it helps build up what they're doing with Dustin. True. Um, which True. we'll get to. The, I mean, I know we'll get to that too. But that kind of he's kind of avenging Cody. I mean, we know what's gonna happen, but yeah, I still yeah. like the story. Dustin's gonna get murdered. Yeah. This week. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. So next is the battle royal. I was a little disappointed that there weren't more surprises. Like, I wish they had announced almost everybody that was going to be in it. Because really, there was only two surprises to me. I I do have to say, as much as I was disappointed, I was really pleased to see Will Hobbs get a spot. Because he's done really well um, on Dark. And he's just fun to watch. And his spine buster is awesome. That spine buster was next level. Yeah, I really, so I was really glad to see him get a spot. I kind of thought that Sean Dean would, because is Will Hobbs officially signed? Or just uh, Sean? I don't know. I, I would imagine so. Will Hobbs would be if he got put in the. Yeah, I can't remember. I know that show. Sean Dean was, but I can't remember if Will Hobbs was. But I was, so I was pleased, even though I was kind of disappointed that there weren't more others, I was really pleased to see him get a spot. I mean, what I saw was impressive from him. I had never heard of him before last night. 
Yeah, he wrestles on dark, not like every week, but fairly often. They've been using him the last two or three months, I'd say. Maybe it's uh, been, I don't know. Time is, you know. COVID time's time been is, weird, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was last month. No, that was in March. Oh, shit. God, March felt so long ago. And it also was like yesterday. Yeah. Um, now, I will say, though, the Joker entrant, I did not expect, and I was pleasantly surprised by um, it. I yeah. Choked out of my spit. <laughs> yes, I fucking <laughs> love Matt Seidel. Like, I, when he was, Evan, like, I was a huge Evan Bourne fan. Love him. So, yeah, I didn't, I was, because I was like, oh, my God. And then when I did, that, like, when I got excited and was like, oh, my God, Matt Seidel, I choked on my spit. So, <laughs> like, so then I was excitedly tweeting about him and then i missed the spot yeah i um, had to go back and look it up later um yeah he um i mean i already liked him anyway he almost kicked me in the face that one time when we were at (laughs) too fucking close for comfort and that little last place where was that hickory yeah that was in hickory but that was a cool ass show it was but yeah we about because we were so damn close. To I almost got killed by Tommaso, I think. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. yeah. We, had couple, we had a couple near-death experiences B- that day. BK came and, like, pulled me back to make sure <laughs> Tommaso wouldn't run over me. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I do remember that. Now yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. Um, so, but, I love that. Yeah. Uh, if, I, was, um, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but JR made the comment, like, I would have, I forget the way he said it. I'm like, do you not know that he... Like, he didn't quit wrestling when he left WWE. Like, he's been, he was in New Japan for a while. He's been in Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, JR doesn't keep track of whoever's not paying him. No, he doesn't. And I get to something else about him in a little bit. Yeah, too. I know. Yeah. Um, I, wanna, I, I know. Um, but, oh, what I was saying, I mean, where I was going with that was Matt Seidel is, um, I can't remember, the, I guess it was, like, after sometime after that show uh he followed me on instagram and he followed me for a while wait we may have huh. talked about this before <laughs> anyway um, it's all good and then the um japan stuff happened and then i noticed it i was like because i would like regularly check i'm like is he still following me like because this is so random and so I would regular, regularly check, and then, like, right after that happened, he had unfollowed me, but then I, like, went to his page, and, like, I saw that his numbers dropped, so I was like, I mean, I feel you. I can I can understand. So, my thing with him, I love him. And I love him so much, not just for his ring work. Yes. Because he went on Colt Cabana's podcast and told his Vision Quest story. Like, having the balls in American society to come out and just tell that story. And I think he probably thinks people forgot that story. Because when we interviewed him and we started talking about psychedelics, he was kind of like, I'm going to pretend like this isn't about me kind (laughs) of deal. But I wonder if he was trying to go back to Vince or something. And then that yeah, didn't work I out. There were rumors that he was might go back. He did a few evolve shows before COVID. I know that. Yeah. Right. Um, but I love him. I thought he was a super nice guy. He, the second we turned off the microphone, he was like 
all about talking stuff. Um, yeah. But he's awesome, and I, yeah. I, I hope he's, like, actually signed and wasn't just, like, a well, guest spot. He tweeted something earlier today, because he tweeted, like, that the spot where he fell, he said that's never happened to him before, ever. And um, so It was his said, debut, and that happened. Like, yeah. it was his debut, like, an AEW. But how often do you wrestle outside in Florida in September? Yeah. Yeah. When 20 uh, other guys have been wrestling in that ring for 10, 15 minutes. That's what I said to Samantha. I was like, do you know how many sweaty-ass dudes were up against those ropes? Yeah. And all on top of those ropes? And I was like, I, I was like, that had to have been how it happened. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he you- said... Yeah, his Twitter said that he said we made a memorable memorable debut. Now it's time to really open some third eyes. And then he said, I think that was a sign I'll be using all my new material next time. Stay tuned to see what I'm saying. Then he said, slipping was bonkers. That was a first and hopefully a last. Thank you for all the kind of messages and check-ins. I'm honored to be a part of AEW's All Out. But like some of those other references make me think. Like I was like, I don't know if that just means he's going to be on dark a few times or what. But I was like, he. It's getting to a point, and I can't believe I'm saying this, AEW has too much talent. Yeah, they do. Well, they are going to do a third hour. Tony said that Dark was never going to be the third hour. They are planning stuff for next year. He couldn't get into the details. COVID messed it up because they were going to do, like I guess, a focus group type testing or whatever. He won't really say – he just said – we, we have a lot of time to feel, but I guess basically because they do have a lot of talent, they yeah. need stuff. So the third hour's coming sometime next year. He said that's all he can say. He also did say that they're going to do something really different with the FTW title. It's not going to be treated like a regular title, but they have some really cool things in, in place for it um, or some plans and that he, was, he thinks people are really going to like it. So I'm thinking because that they do – and. They have a lot of male talent. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they have a lot of females signed too. They just don't use them. Well, they well, can't that get here. Some of, you know, yeah, some of them. But can't get the here, ones but that yeah. they do have, they don't use correctly. But that's yeah. for a whole that, other. That's show. a whole <laughs> other show. That's a whole other show. Um, <laughs> about that but i do samantha will be talking by herself because she ain't gonna (laughs) let people talk with her because she gets well i was gonna say she had a friend be like when you start in a podcast and i wanted to be like bitch she already has an open door like (laughs) that was a friend of mine from college who doesn't pay attention to anything like he doesn't really know anything about wrestling like he knows who chris jericho is and that's about it he hasn't watched wrestling since the 90s, and, like, I guess he just happened to see that, and so I guess that's why he said that. But that's why I told him. I was like, no, I don't have a podcast that my friends do, and I'm on it sometimes. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... And we once-a-year appearance, too. Well, we've done enough episodes this way now, thanks to COVID, that I actually think there's a equal number of episodes done over Skype as there were not done over Skype this year. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a hot mess out there right now. Yeah. Overall, Battle Royal, I really liked the guys who needed to look like monsters look like monsters. Yeah. Um, Darby is a fucking crazy person. 
Oh my god, I was going to mention that spot with the body bag and everything. Oh my goodness, that was insane. The body bag alone would have been crazy enough. And yep. I don't consider Cage a unsafe wrestler, but just so many things could go wrong with that spot. Um yeah, yes. And then you're gonna put put thumbtacks in it. it? You're a fucking moron. (laughs) Yeah, all I can think I was really hoping somebody was I wanted to hear it made me think of the Wolfpack theme music where you might wind up in a body bag. (laughs) Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't because somebody somebody please make a red and black reference. (laughs) Um somebody needs to meme that and put you might wind up in a body bag. Darby um, Allen should start doing a red skull instead of a white oh skull. <laughs> he goes out in red and black paint on Wednesday. Start, starts howling like a werewolf. <laughs> starts wearing an outsider shirt. Fucking, he's a insane person. He really is. Like, yeah. I appreciate it, but man, I don't want to watch you die. No. <laughs> like, I. You I, think if I die, die. Uh. Crazy. I, like, I, mean, I know the fucking tattoo says reckless, but good God. Relentless. Or, oh, is it? Yes, yeah. it is relentless. <laughs> oh my God. So, this is a tattoo spot later, but when Dustin was cutting his promo, his uh-huh. glo- I know the tattoo says perseverance, but uh-huh. his glove was cur- covering part of it, so his uh-huh. arm just said severance. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God. And I'm like, huh, all right. And I couldn't take my eyes off it. Like I was oh, like, but now that's what I'm gonna look out for when he wears his gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Also, I this is um kind of off the well, no, not too much because Ryan Cage was in it. But Ryan Cage's gear, God, was it was awful. terrible. It, I was like, so have I told you all about the phrase "Cat's family" has come up with I don't things think so. like that? Okay. Uh, uh, I love obnoxiously colored things. Like, if a 10-year-old would do it with the brightest possible neon colors, that's my jam. So, they have started referring to those things as Dougly. So, his gear was Dougly, and I fucking loved it. I was like, hell yeah. The lime green or neon green, because I love um, lime green, it's the... Um, lime green with the red, like it didn't those balance two each shades. Don't. I was like, is there a specific reason? Like, is there a meaning behind this? I don't know if this is my um, like any to do with my art background, but I was just like, eh, those no no colors <laughs> don't those don't blend together. No. While while we're talking about uh, gear, did y'all go back and see MJF suit? I saw a picture. I saw it when I was trying to figure. When I was trying to get the Bleacher Report, I could see like the top of it. Yeah, I saw the top of it. Oh my god, it's it's bad. When you go watch the red carpet stuff, you'll see it. Yeah. But cat went cat went on a tirade, and I was like, "Aw, I miss these." Yeah. (laughs) Oh, one thing I did want to bring up, going back to Will Hobbs, I saw somebody talking about how when Sadell fell that Hobbs and Spears protected him and kind of stayed in that corner A to make sure he was okay and B to give him a minute to like pull himself together and stuff like that and I was like I feel like somebody like 
uh, like a Will Hobbs who was, you know, I mean, I don't know how long he's been wrestling, so I can't say that he's not a veteran, but I think that was a really veteran move that he did. And I yeah, that, uh, that, speaks a, about that. that speaks a lot of volumes to Will Hobbs, the oh. way he, you know, his character. And so I thought I really have a, I, a lot of appreciation for that to, you know, to make sure um, that he was okay and that he kind of could gather himself and get back in to do what he needed to do yeah uh, i'm looking up how long he's been wrestling i'm sure they said it on dark but i tend to be on twitter <laughs> or on other things and i tune out commentary and i don't mean oh to. he's he's been around for like 11 years okay so yeah that's a veteran move that he did yeah, yeah. um I need people to quit comparing his fall to, yeah, Matt Settle's fall to um, Shockmaster. Not even close. No. No, I I was like, please try to pretend. Don't pretend like you don't know who Matt Settle is or who Evan Bourne is and what kind of talent he has. Yeah, I was was like, that's. You know, for the people making fun of his fall and everything, they could just fuck off. Well, you know, White White Mike tweeted and was like, "Can you do it? No? Then shut the fuck up." Exactly. Yeah. And then somebody else was like, "Well, they've been wasting Omega in his prime." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This is why I don't read wrestling Twitter sometimes (laughs) if it's not like people I know." Wait, 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 wait! They're wasting Omega. Omega literally like runs the booking behind the scenes. Yeah, and I was like, and he has chosen to... I I was was like, like, if they book themselves immediately to win everything and blah, 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 I was like, that would be the NWO and how they booked themselves back in the late 90s and everybody would bitch. I have got to get y'all that book. The death of WCW. Yeah, I need to read that. Which is probably going to make me mad because I... I love Kevin Nash. Um, I was like, reading, but I know he's done some shitty things. He wasn't the worst. His problem was he wanted to be loved by everyone. Yeah. And so he would like politic, which led to uh, him lying a lot. And it, uh, that's yeah. what bit Nash in the ass. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, I Jericho's book, his first book, woke me up to like, because you didn't really think it, you kind of like I kind of forgot about a lot of the stuff from WCW, uh, and then he was like talking about it, and like, and it, I don't know, he was explaining it more, and I was like, oh, like, so they were dickheads all the time. <laughs> yeah, ev- everybody was a dickhead apparently. Yeah, um, I was like, oh. Na- Nash was like the only one who left that company still liked by other people. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, that's like really rare for that because yeah, yeah, that company was a, a dumpster fire. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you guys have no idea. Like, I can only imagine. Yeah. I can't wait for y'all to read it and be texting me. Like, Sam, you should send an idea for an article to your bosses I, and be I like, Death of WCW review? They would probably be all in. They, all in. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be all out. Uh, <laughs> they'll probably be like can you get an interview with kevin nash <laughs> um god i love kevin nash so much but i mean this is also because i was like uh well i was gonna say 11 but maybe even a little bit younger than oh, that so i had like the like kid um like 
love for him. Like, you don't, and like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of stuff you still don't realize, um, like innocence with wrestling yeah. and, um, like stuff was still very real to me, damn it. And yeah. I mean, I very yeah. much loved Kevin Nash. So like when I, like later, like, I mean, cause for years I didn't think about it. And then I was reading Jericho's book and I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> what? Kevin Nash is not the freshest angel that I thought he was. I mean, I did hear like some things like here and there about him, but like overall, well, we yeah, the, the observer back then so yeah the only guy that like stayed out of the hot mess was sting like he yep. he didn't politic he didn't book like he just he was like nah like everyone else would go out partying with flair he would just go back to his hotel room i was gonna say isn't he the one that um told his wife that like all of the wrestlers yes. were cheating on their wives yes. and she turned around and told everybody yeah. yeah, probably. Sounds like yeah, something that would have happened. I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, how'd y'all feel about Lance Archer winning? I didn't... I don't Not surprised. Think... Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, like, I, I'm not surprised he won. No, I, I wanted it to be Kingston. And I thought maybe it would be because of how far he got. No. Um, but I'm not surprised that it was Archer. Um, I don't hate it. Like, I'm not mad about it. Like, apparently no. some people were mad online about it. But, I mean... I mean, everybody is mad online so, about wrestling. Here's my thing. They brought in Archer as a monster and then immediately had him lose to Cody. Yeah. Which killed all that. Well, maybe if they hadn't fucking booked Cody to win first and done Darby Allen, like I said. Yeah. <laughs> but then, now they're like trying to backtrack and rebuild Archer as a monster. Yeah. And I'm like, can you do that, though? Yeah, and I wonder how much of this will feed into that third hour. Like, I could see Lance Archer and Cage, like, battling for the FTW title. So, or how- I'm, I'm just thinking, like you just said, having that third hour not like WWE is trying to do. Yeah. But having a distinct style shift. Like, when they did the lights out match or whatever, because it wasn't sanctioned. Yeah. That's what the third hour should be. It should be the place for Eddie Kingston and Darby and Archer and them to go play and be insane. Yeah, I think that that would be a good idea. I think if they they can put Janela there too and let him do Mm -hmm. more. He saw a thing because he keeps saying, like, you know, I don't really get to be that Janela here. Um, I mean, I I love, love, love him with Sunny Kiss. I think that's the best thing that they've done with him since he's been here. Um, but I think that he could definitely, that could be somewhere where he can thrive, too, in that type of, like, almost not like a raw underground type of thing, but, like, where it's more, I guess, indie style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, have the first two hours be PG and the third hour be 14. Right. Yeah. there's been a lot of, like... Did y'all notice on Dynamite, Dynamite this week, they couldn't get the bleeps right? Yes. They it ca- made me laugh every time. Like, they would bleep head but not dick. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all are idiots. That doesn't cover the word. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, and part of it also included the people who were cutting the promos. Yeah. Who can't cut a promo. They can't, they're not so good at the law promos. Uh, yeah, there, there's some people who need a little bit of mic work. I'm like, they gotta, they gotta go to, um, Dustin Rhodes promo school. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next one, uh, get a fucking helmet, kids. Cause we're pissed. (laughs) Um, I saw a lot of blame on Sammy for this. It was not Sammy's fault. It was not Sammy's fault. I think uh, it was part of it was the momentum they yeah. had. Yeah. I the, think the table, the table wasn't quite in the right spot, but I think it was the momentum carried them too far forward. Yeah, the table was right right against the scissor left. So yeah. whoever placed that table and I don't maybe it was Matt himself, I don't know. Right. Wasn't thinking things all the way through. Right. And so on the red carpet, they did a Matt Hardy interview, and they asked him about his health. And I thought we were about... You remember when Kane was going back and forth between corporate Kane and demon Kane? Yeah. And it was like, basically like he had identity disorder? Right. I thought that's where we were going with Matt Hardy. Right. And I was fucking here for it. Right. Like, God, who used to do that spot? Oh, it's Cutshaw. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. when you punch Cutshaw in the head and he changes personalities, that's what I want with Matt Hardy at this point. Well, and I think that Matt Hardy is so good at those characters, and we've seen what they can be, and now that we're getting a crowd back. Yeah, I think it's a perfect time for that. However, this went poorly. Um, I don't think it was, you know, Sammy's fault. No. And I can't believe they let it keep going. And I've said it on the show before. I will say it again. I don't care whether you're the smallest indie or owned by Vince McMahon. If someone loses consciousness during a match, it's done. It's wrestling. You can write your way around it. Figure it out later. End the fucking match. Yeah. What really pisses me off about this situation is that they didn't pay Aubrey any attention. She tried to stop this match twice. She is the only one who was looking out for Matt Hardy's health, yep. and they overrode her, and that pisses me off. Yeah. And I was like, what does that do to her Go looking at this now? Like, are if somebody else gets injured in the future, are they even going to listen to me? Because – yeah. Yeah. nobody I was like as soon as that X went up that should have been it mm-hmm. and I and I can almost see with the first X Matt at first I thought Matt was just trying to just keep the match going but then I was like if he was concussed he may not have realized what she was doing yeah. um, and I and I definitely don't think Sammy saw it I think Sammy's back was turned or he was trying to get up and he tried to get her to count um, and so I think he didn't realize what was going on at first, but then they did the second X and Matt kept going. And I was like, he has, can't even fucking stand up. Call the damn match. Yeah. Sammy Stop. was trying to like drag him like up and he could, Matt couldn't even get up to his feet. No, really. it's yeah. One of the hardest things I've ever watched. It was yep. almost like watching the wrestler happen in our, in front of our eyes. I've, the only one I've seen worse was the Jason Cade one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my thing is, tweets came out today saying he wasn't concussed. Whether or not he was concussed, he lost consciousness. He could barely fucking walk. And I'll tell you what the concussion basics test is. I know right. because I've taken sports medicine classes and I learned this. You look at their eyes and then you ask them like what day it is, what right. year is it, who's the president and where they are. And if they answer all that, they're supposedly okay. Bullshit. Yeah. That means nothing. Especially yeah. with a guy like Matt Hardy who's been doing this for so long, he's probably concussed himself hundreds of times. Yeah. Where he can function with a concussion. Well, and, I mean, who knows what kind of damage, I mean, I know it was just a severe cut, but that chair that Sammy threw at him, that was really fucking heavy, and yes, Sammy should get blamed for that, but, I mean, who knows if that did any, how much damage that could have done to him, considering all the things that he's done for 25 years. Yeah. I, this really, really put a dark cloud over the show. Mm-hmm. Cat, Cat and I had a whole tirade about this last time we recorded together. Right. When you don't stop the match, it fucks up the rest of your show. Right. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. And that—that's taking away the morality of yeah. you want to worry about the health of your workers and all that. Straight up, that's just business. Do you want right. people to shit on your show? Cool, don't stop the match when somebody gets knocked out. People right. will shit and on I, your show. I will say, because I you know, listened to the scrum and then having the conversation, and then I wrote an article about it today because, <laughs> well, actually I was offered, they were like, do you want to take Do you want to take this? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we did, and they knew I was attending the media scrum, so they knew that I was going to hear what Tony's response was, because that's what I really wanted to hear. Yeah. And so... I do feel like, as much as this was the wrong decision, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think this is a vent situation where the show must go on type of thing. I I feel like Tony thought he did was doing the right thing only because he said, well, he kept saying he was really scared for Matt. He's never had to ring the bell to call for a doctor before, and he's never had to make a decision like that before. So I do think that factored in a lot. But Dr. Sampson is the one who cleared him. And that is why he allowed the match to continue because Dr. Sampson told him it was okay. And Dr. Sampson, he said, yes, Matt did want to continue the match, but he said, Dr. Sampson, a wrestler, well, a wrestler cannot and will not overrule a wrestler. I mean, a doctor in their company. He was like, we will not allow it to happen. Um, So he was very clear about that, but I feel like, and he, somebody asked him too about the later when the match continued and they did the scaffolding spot, they asked him like, were you nervous? And he said, yes. And he said, I knew that spot was coming. So that was another reason I wanted Dr. Sampson to examine Matt because I wanted to make sure that he was okay to, to do that spot. Um, So I, I feel like, and clearly that was the wrong decision because I was like, we all saw him stumble. We all saw him falling down. We all saw him out of it. So that and that and Aubrey should have been enough. However, I do think Tony, he listened to the doctor and he thought the doctor was because he clearly doesn't have Tony doesn't have, you know, medical certifications either. So if a doctor is telling him this, Matt Hardy's wrestled for 25 years. He knows his body. 
Yeah. I'm sure that combination on the fact that it was, uh, you know, on a, a live show on top of that in your biggest pay-per-view of the year, he made a split, you know, split second decision and it was the wrong one. Um, it is by far the biggest mistake this company has made. Yeah, um, yep. I agree. I agree. They have to, they have to, they have to fix this. And I think um, Thursday, uh, he unprompted Tony mentioned that he's very good friends with Christopher Nowinski. So I think I was like, when I when we were talking about this, I was like, oh my god, I was like, Christopher Nowinski is like. I need to have some words. Yeah, I need so to have some like words. They, need, they need to sit down. They need to look at what happened. And I was like, Tony needs to watch this man, this match from a, pan, a fan's point of view, not from what he was seeing. Um, I've, and I think he will realize even more that this was the wrong call. But they need to figure out what went wrong in their protocol and what they need to do to fix it so that this never happens again because that was absolutely the dumbest thing that they could have done. Well, and like friends of mine, um, I've known this guy for years, um, had like mental health reactions to watching this. Oh, wow. Um, And I don't blame him. Like, I get it, especially if you're someone who grew up watching wrestling and Matt Hardy's been a part of your life that long and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I totally I get it. Reasons I had such a strong reaction to it yeah. is because this is a, a man that I've, I mean, most of us here have too. This is a man that I've watched since I was a teenager. Yeah. And, well, and, and I know what he's been through. I know what he's put his body through. I know what he's sacrificed. This, is, this was the absolute wrong thing to do. And not just that, but, like, we've met this guy. Right. And, like, I said this in the text, but I'm saying it here. I went up to meet him solely because my students were huge fans of his Broken Matt character. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the number of times in that elementary school somebody would say, yeah, you need to delete this. And my kids are walking in a line going, delete, delete, delete. (laughs) And I'm not stopping them because I thought that shit was hysterical. And everybody else is looking at me like, the fuck is wrong with your students? Um, (laughs) They're fucking amazing. That's what it is. Exactly. So when I went to Matt and told him that, um, he was like, well, do you want me to say a little something to him on your phone? And he got, I mean, this was in the middle of the show with a huge ass line. And, like, people trying to buy shit, and he's, you know, he's trying to get all the pictures in and whatever, and he got everybody to be quiet, and got, I think we got uh, Rob Holt to film for me, and he cut a promo with me, and he sent a message to my kids. From that day forward, I will pull for Matt Hardy every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just, he didn't have to do that. No. He He didn't charge me a dime. And it was perfect. Like, it was so positive and uplifting and so cool of him to do that. And it's like the polar opposite of what happened when I met Shawn Michaels. So I'm just like, all right, yeah. Matt Hardy's a good dude. He may be crazy, but he's a good dude. Yeah. And I, I haven't heard any negative backstage stories from any of our you know sources so yeah yeah he just as somebody and i didn't really even think about it the way 
um, until I saw the tweet. I don't remember if it was from Fix or who it was, and he was talking about just how since Matt's been in AEW, basically how he's been snake bit because he debuted mm-hmm. with no crowd, switch characters. He had the chair, the chair shot happened. Um, all this other stuff, and then and then this last night happened, and he was like, and I didn't really think of it that way, and I was like. Nobody deserves that, but of all people, like he's the one who should not <laughs> have to deal with that. Yeah. And what's crazy is, I mean, the whole reason he's working with Sammy is he sees something there, and he wants yeah. to help and he, get yeah. Sammy over, and you can see that right. in everything he's done with him. Yeah. yeah, and even though that chair shot was unplanned, and he was apparently, from what I read, super pissed off about it, uh, management was super pissed off about it, he still took that and, you know, worked that into a storyline. He made it to help Sammy look a certain way, to make Sammy look, you know, I think he just, he, he was, he's been a professional about it. And yeah. he, and I think he, and like you said, he wants to help Sammy. He sees Sammy is super talented um, and can use his guidance. He could use his direction to help build Sammy into a huge star in the next few years. And so I think, I think, you know, it just, it's really unfortunate that that match went the way that it did because I think that it could have been really incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha, I was like, remember when we thought that um, that side elf slipping um, was going to be the worst part of the night? Uh, <laughs> and, that's, and then, that's 2020. Yeah. Like, it's like, remember when we thought coronavirus was going to be the worst thing to happen to America this year? Right. Um, and then, yeah. and then um, um, later, like, Aubrey came out to ref again. I was like, Aubrey, are you okay? Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about her a lot today because I just was like, where do you, how do I mean, like, does she think that they don't, not that they, that she doesn't know how to do her job, but like, I can't imagine how that must feel. Like, she did, did her job. She did exactly what she was supposed to do, and right. they didn't listen. And if they had listened to her, then this it wouldn't have gotten as bad as it did, and then we wouldn't have had that fucking train wreck of a match either. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, retweeted somebody, and they said, "I forget, I saw Matt Hardy forget how to walk twice." So I was like, "Oh my god, bless." He yeah. Did. Yeah. Well, it, that's why I have an issue with the concussion thing, and I don't. I'm not saying that Tony Khan is lying. I'm not. I just I know what my eyeball saw. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I know. And so that, I have an issue with that, and I'm, I have really mixed. So like, I'm, I'm glad that he is okay, but I really question putting him on TV on Wednesday. I don't think that's a good idea. I think he let him cut a promo from the compound. That that's all. Yeah, you yeah. don't yeah. need to see him at all. Let the man rest. Let him rest. He even if he doesn't have a concussion, treat him like he fucking has one. Let him rest his brain for. It two weeks or something. I do. I mean, you did it with Darby. Do it with. I don't know. I just. I have a lot of issue. I, I'm not pleased that they're rushing him back to TV. I don't think uh, Ruby is either. But yeah, even I, she protected her tweets. But I saw Gary Cassidy say that she is liking some interesting tweets. Um, which I mean, I can understand. It's her husband. That's the yeah, father. Yeah, because that's, that's the a, father of her kids. Those are my other thoughts. Liz. And don't they have like a third on the way or something? No, they already had that baby. Okay, so they have yeah. three kids now. Yeah, yeah. there are three kids under the age of five. Jesus. Yeah, wow. and, so, and on top of that, 
they were watching the match last night, yeah. which I think they were, but yeah. I follow Ruby on Snapchat hoping... mainly to see the kids, like, yeah. she, she's always snapping them doing stuff, and, like, they were, they were watching, and she, actually, she had even tweeted earlier, um, I happened to see it came up in my timeline, um, that Maxwell, it was Maxwell and Wolfie were sitting, because they have a movie room, and it looks just like a movie theater, yeah. um, and that's where they were watching the pay-per-view, and they were in the front row with their, and Maxwell had made a sign for his dad. Um, to kill Sammy. Yes. <laughs> and apparently they can't say Guevara. I think it was, like, Awana or something. Oh, nice. Uh, or, but yeah. And so she, um, so there was a picture of that, but later I went back, Nikki and I both saw, we went to Snapchat, and she was filming them. Um, she was recording it when the match started, and she had, the last thing she snapped, she was zooming in on Maxwell's face because he was intently watching what was happening. It was before the injury. Um, yeah. But then that was the last thing she saw. So I know, I know and I was those like, I saw yeah, because I was like, at first I was like, um, my thoughts was her just like losing her mind as she should have because um, her because I, just bounced off the concrete. And it yeah, was but then I was like, I wonder if she had to hold it in because she didn't want to scare her kids. Yeah. I'm sure but she her, did. And yeah. I was yeah. like, if she freaks out, it's going to freak them out. Well, and yeah. um, like, they were watching, because her dad, obviously, Cindy Benjamin, lives with them. Yeah. Um, and he was, the, it, like, she showed the, like, how they were set up. And so <laughs> Max and Wolfie were up front. And then her and uh, her and her dad were in the back with Barty. Um, and so I'm sure he, you know, helped as well. But I could only imagine what they must have been going through watching that because i was like even if they did even if her kids didn't realize his head hit the ground they clearly saw him struggling to stand up i'm hoping what i'm guessing they did is played it off oh i'm sure and we're like no honey he's he's just doing the wrestling thing right yeah i never want to see that and i've seen it way too much in the past year and there's a lot of companies guilty of this, but also there's a lot of fans guilty of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like with the speaking out, and it's just like with Black Lives Matter and every other stance that fans have had to take this year. Yeah. We have to stop saying this is okay. We have to stop saying, well, the show had to finish. This match needed a finish. It is a it did. It did. fictional fucking story right your way out you have to put your talent's health before anything else yeah that that's the bottom line if you're not going to take care of your wrestlers then i don't think i can support you i mean right if alexander hamilton got busted having an affair and decided to write his way out you could ride around matt hardy knocking himself out all right yeah (laughs) <laughs> they could have figured they could have done and somebody even said like because somebody suggested it enough to Vix, and i think he quote tweeted it but he was saying like they could have just said like i forget the way they worded it now but they were like you could have just said this and be like oh it was stopped at the referee's discretion therefore matt hardy gets to say or something like call that. it and a they, no contest so yeah, he didn't lose build a new match I- I saw. I also saw something like where they they would tell they should tell Sammy to like stay down and they would get like double counted out or something. Yeah, yeah, that would have been more. I mean, cause really, fuck a match. I don't. 
some people are gonna be like oh like doug you're being hypocritical you fucking love mick foley but you're not okay with this look that was 30 fucking years ago right we know better better, one two there are too many people who have been through tragic shit who were totally fine one day and not the next because they had too many concussions Mm -hmm. and we all know the wrestling story of that um There's millions of football stories about that. Like, we're done here. No more concussions. Call it a day. No, it's 2020. There's no excuse for it now. Especially when you're friends with Christopher Nowinski. Yeah. (laughs) And I do think, I think the fortunate thing is AEW is a company who will listen and they will try to... Make, they try to get it right, and when they get it wrong, they try to fix it. So I don't think this is a Vince thing where it's going to take 10 years for action to be taken. Like, I think that they, if they haven't already, they're going to take a look at why things went the way that they did and how they can prevent it from happening again. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, that was yeah. a so, mess. I just, I don't really, I don't know what the... I don't know what the point of having him back this week is. And Sammy needs, I think they need to, I mean, I was like, I guess that's the end of it because that would have been the conclusion anyway, is that Sammy would have been counted out. And I guess that's the end of the storyline and they're moving on to something else. But I I think Sammy might need a break from Matt Hardy for right now because there's just been too much. (laughs) Matt Hardy needs a break, but. They need to put Sammy like against a white meat young baby face. Like, yeah. Give me a Sammy and Jungle Boy view. That's what I was just about to That'd say. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I would. I could. I would be fine with that. I think that would be good. Somebody suggested Sammy versus Matt Fidel. I don't hate that either. Yeah. Um, I but I, right now, I want to keep Sammy away from the veterans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Sammy's said, scaring me. <laughs> yeah. Last night was not his fault, and I don't. Yeah. I don't blame yeah. him at all for that. But it comes on the heels of what happened a few weeks ago with the chair. And I just think, um, I think we just need to kind of move away from that in general. And I don't know, I guess the reason they're trotting Matt back out here on Wednesday is because they're going to do whatever he's supposed to do next. So I don't know if he's going to be a character. And I swear to God, if they make this a concussion storyline and say his concussion has brought about this new character. Like, <laughs> you know, you know. Like well, they, they officially tweeted he had no concussion, didn't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So well, they can't write it in like that. Well, at least there's that. Because yeah. WWE would use it as a story. Oh, yeah. WWE <laughs> would have milked this for three years and then pretended like they were going to pay it off and then been like, nah. Yeah. Um. All right. So, yeah, that match shouldn't have gone on. It should have been over. Matt mm-hmm. Hardy, I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad. Thanks. He was, I will admit, he was looking 
better by the end of the match, but he wasn't looking great. Right. No, like, and I didn't like him climbing up the scaffolding and somebody on commentary was like, the cameraman just slipped. I'm like, Jesus Christ, and why is yeah. Matt Hardy climbing up a fucking scaffolding? <laughs> because this was not I know it's muscle memory probably for him. He just this is what he do. does it, but I was like... I mean, because Jeff would have like, done At, at least like, he wasn't doing a Shane O'Mac find the tallest thing and jump off. Oh, it. man, that could have been... All right, so I'll admit after that match, I kind of needed a mental break, so I was on my phone a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And we I had two group texts going through at the same time talking about the Matt Hardy stuff, and so it was just kind of hard to kind of get out of that space after because it was hard enough to watch it, but then the decision to keep mm-hmm. the match going just a whole another layer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, felt bad because I really was looking forward to Sheeta and Thunder Rosa and it's not and I felt bad that for them that they had to follow that right. um yeah and I, really, it, I did not give it the attention it deserved what I did see of it I really enjoyed so I do need to go back and give the match my full attention that is also what I would say and okay so something that annoyed me a little bit I noticed with this though Thunder Rosa had a spot on the red carpet show where uh-huh. they were like, you'll be a dual champion. And she corrected the guy on the red carpet was like, no, actually I'll be a triple champion because I've got this Japanese title. Yeah. Cause I heard Sheeta mention that last night in the interview and I wasn't quite sure what she was talking about. Cause I, admittedly, I don't know much about Thunder Rosa. I know who she is. I don't keep up with NWA. I don't really, I, I should, I need to, to make the effort to know more about her. So I did not realize that. And I heard Sheeta say that last night, but I wasn't quite sure what she was referring to. Yeah, so Thunder Rosa, they they did the right thing. They gave her a promo, and they brought it to everyone's attention, right? So I knew going into that match, she's going to be a triple champion if she wins this. Awesome. I kind of knew she wasn't going to win, but, you know, yeah. you never know. Yeah. JR and Tony went on and on and on and on and on about her being a double champ. And then, like, three-quarters of the match, Excalibur finally gets a word in edgewise to correct them. And is like, well, actually, it's a triple championship. And they're like, well, you're the only one who knows about that. I'm like, it was on y'all's content this afternoon. Yeah, that's that's not good. So, no, he's not the only one. Y'all should have paid attention to the red carpet show, especially Tony. Because Tony was hosting it. Yeah. yeah. I can I can yeah. let Jr. slide because he wasn't there. Yeah. But not, like, Tony, Tony, when Jr. said it, Tony should have been like, "Well, we actually learned on our red carpet show earlier." Right. Um. But yeah, what? And I'm with you. What I saw this match was really good. Um. But, I was really pleased uh, to hear it got, uh, somebody on Twitter said it got 17 minutes, and that is the yeah. longest women's match in AEW history, which is great and also pisses me off. <laughs> because how many men have gotten 20-minute matches? <laughs> yeah. But, but I, it, I was, and I don't know if the 17 minutes was planned or if that's because the broken were, rules match. I was going to say, they're probably filmed under. Yeah. He did that in the tag match. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, uh, but yeah, from what I saw, 
I really enjoyed it. I hope we see more of Thunder Rosa. So, uh, from my understanding, and I don't remember if I heard this from y'all or heard this from somewhere else, NWA would like to continue to work with AEW kind of like this. Yeah, so Tony claimed on Thursday on the media call that they that this was it. That they, um, that he he's friends with Billy Corgan. That's how the Christopher Nowinski thing came up. Is Christopher Nowinski involved in NWA? Uh, not sure. I don't. I don't think he is. That was the conversation. Was that he was really good friends with Billy Corgan, and he asked them. Because he made it seem like his his idea, and then he went back and corrected himself. Kenny Omega said, asked, told Tony, we should bring in Thunder Rosa. I don't know if he was saying that. On, I know he's obviously very familiar with women's wrestling, but also a lot of people on Twitter had been calling for it, so I don't know if that factored in. But he was like, this is what we should do. And he said, okay, this, that's a great idea. I'm friends with Billy. Let me call him. Billy and they sure. worked they worked it out. Um, but then he was like, this is it. We're not doing anything else with NWA. But I don't know how much of that was just, uh, was just him saying that or how, how true it is. Cause even, and I put it in the article, but cause I asked, well, I said, you know, once you beat, um, once you beat, uh, you know, if you pass that on and she, without hesitation, Thunder Rosa, and she really wants to work with her. Um, and then she said she loves the NWA crossover stuff. She would go up there. She sort of issued a challenge to Marty Bell and Camille. Nice. <laughs> she was laughing as she said it, but um, I still tweeted about it anyway, and Camille responded to it. Um, <laughs> so, so it could be something I think that if the fans are into it enough, maybe they'll make it happen, or maybe that's the plan going into it, and they just don't want to give anything away. Um, but I, I think it would be, and like, because um, Swell said, look, if the NFL can have a whole bunch of teams, then the wrestling can have their big four, and people can go back and wrestle at different shows. And she was like, I don't see why we can't do that, but we know why, but <laughs> yeah. Um, there is no, like, active involvement of Chris Nowinski with NWA other than, like, some... Wait a minute. You know what? Now that I say that, did, I, did Christopher... Did, now I'm trying to remember if Christopher was the one... No. Christopher is not who introduced Billy Corgan. It was... It was another musician, I think. Somebody from... Oh, it was uh, Chris, was it uh, Chris from uh, Foo Fighters? I think is who he said introduced them. Oh, I don't <laughs> like, know. Yeah, this ended up being the most random conversation. I still don't know how Chris Nowitzki got brought into this conversation. <laughs> well, Concussions. That nope, that's not who brought him into the friendship. I mean, to the introduce. I mean, when he said it with Corgan, I don't know what brought how he brought Chris Nowitzki into that conversation himself, but. That I was gonna say there is no there's a Chris okay yes yeah, not all of them yeah so I believe he said he met him like they were at a show or something and then he was like oh let me introduce you to Billy Corgan and then he did and they were friends so this was like pre wrestling stuff like this might have even been pre Billy being involved with NWA um, all and right. so all that so that friendship has definitely helped. Um, this and I think since NWA is not really running anything now, I think it's a. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to see it continue. I like it. I, I hate to admit this, but I think Billy Corgan actually really knows what he's doing with wrestling. 
Uh, I do, as long as he keeps Jim Cornette away from things, but yes, yeah. yes, yeah, keep, keep part, Jim Cornette away from all things. Yeah, I think for the most part he seems to get it. Um, and I, I, want, I want to remind people real quick: Cody did not book himself to win that NWA title. Exactly, I was just thinking about that recently because obviously <laughs> Billy Corgan owns that company. He booked that. Yeah. Please stop saying Cody booked himself to win the NWA title. No, he didn't. He does not have that. He does not have that power. I know that y'all don't really think that he does, but he does not. I was watching my snaps from um from when we were at all in two years ago, and um I was watching when like he won and all that, and I was thinking about that. I was like, no. (laughs) I mean, I know y'all think that he has a whole bunch of power, and he does. Not going to say that he doesn't have a lot of power. However. Yeah, somebody asked me who doesn't really keep up with AUW, but sort of does. He was like, they were like, so how long has Cody booked? How many times has he booked himself as champion? And I was like, he literally just won the TNT championship like two months ago. This was his first title in the company at all. And he was like, and they were like trying to argue. I'm like, I'm the one who watches this every week. (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking of the NWA title. Which, again, Cody did not book himself to win. And that was, like, two years ago. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> hey, uh, stop trying to argue. With, don't argue with her. I've already warned y'all. <laughs> I was going to say, don't argue with wrestling fans who actually watch the product. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um. Like all right. Me. So, yeah. I, I hope we keep getting matches like Sheeta and Thunder Rosa for the women. The yes. like the Brit and Swole stuff was amazing and fun, but people are always gonna shit on that. Right. Where yeah. if you have matches like Sheeta and Thunder Rosa, they can't argue. Yeah, they they last night on the media scrum they had Sheeta in first, and they asked her like who she wants to wrestle next, and she did say that she really likes Swole. Um, Excellent. And would like to wrestle her, but then she basically just said she was like, "Oh, she she did actually." I take that back. Swole was second. She said Nyla. She said she's been wanting a rematch with her. Um, then she was like, "I'll wrestle." Basically, was like, "I'll wrestle anybody." She was like, "I've actually I saw Sheeta and Swole as a dark match in Charlotte." You sure did. We were at Elton John when that happened. Yep. Jealous. I mean, we saw. Not, jealous, I think that's. I think that's the night Swole got signed. Actually, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the night she got signed. Um, God, that that was awesome. But yeah, I would love to see that on a big stage. Let's yeah. be honest. So she, um, yeah. She just, if, and they really need to build up the fact that Sheeta has lost one match in 2020, or is it two matches? I think it's one. Well, and they you keep can't talking about. Tell me, there aren't women out there. Nicole Savoy, just top of my head. You already brought her in for the tag tournament. Right. Slide her in and, you know, a one-week feud with Sheeta. Like, yeah. Cut yeah. some promos on Twitter. Right. One-week feud with Sheeta. Sheeta can go over, but you yeah. know that would be a hell of a match. Yeah, it would yeah. be. And they need, because Sheeta clearly has that background, like, of where she, because she was a champion in Japan, so though she clearly knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um, she is a, she's very, very good. She's clearly one of the best women they have, so they need to please put her in some fucking storylines and stop leaving her sitting out in the crowd. Yep. Yeah, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, next match. 
Dark Order versus four random dudes. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. Like, I don't dislike anybody in out of, you know, uh, Broski, Scorpio, and Natural Nightmares. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it felt so slapped together. I mean, I yeah. think, I mean, I get the reasons, like, okay, Matt, Matt Cardona is obviously Cody's best friend IRL. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, Dustin is his brother. Cody's the, I mean, Scorpio was the last person to, before Brody, to, to face him. Yeah. Um, and he still wants another shot. So I was like, and I know they're going to just put QT Marshall in there because he's a natural nightmare. I mean, but. That's neither neither here nor there. <laughs> well, and it's also nice to put QT in that because he actually can be the baby face who gets his shit kicked in and not yeah. really hurt anyone's character that way. Right. Um. So, yeah. I I don't hate QT. I think he does his job extremely well. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't hate him. I mean, he's not like he. Sometimes I'm like that. Maybe that spot should go to somebody else but i mean he's paid his dues too and he deserves like he's like one of their big talent scouts too yeah and he's got the he's trained um at the nightmare factory oh and that's another thing with cody being gone uh they sent out that they sent out a press release like two months ago that they're doing a was it a three three week seminar or something i think it's this month um, they opened it up to 30 students, and it was designed. The program was designed by Cody and QT, and I think they're both instructors hmm. there. Um, so, you know, there's that too. I don't even want to know how much that cost. I, I don't remember I, the press. The press release didn't say. Because um, I'm pretty sure I can pay two grand to high spots and join them for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of like a yeah. So it was kind of they were talking about like what all they're gonna focus on, like promos and like I can't remember all of it. Like it seems like I mean it seemed pretty decent, but you know who knows. Um, but yes, uh, that match I kind of wish went on after um, the Broken Rules match, just because yeah. we needed a break from that. But I mean I know obviously the way the card was supposed to go. Um, that would have happened, but I think they, I, I wish that match had happened first. That way Sheeta and, um, Thunder Rosa could have gotten more. Yeah. Attention. And I mean, what I saw wasn't bad. Like, like everybody yeah. in this was good. Yeah. And it's impressive. <laughs> like Dustin can still haul ass with the best of them at his age. Yeah. And um, I was like, I don't have a problem with Dustin winning. I thought it was going to be Cardona. Honestly, yeah. so, and I think that's coming. I still think well, we're getting versus. So party. I kind of hate. This is what I was talking about earlier. AEW has so much talent that they bring in the guy that was totally forgotten about, even though he was really good for WWE, and then he has nothing to do. Yeah. Because so yeah. many guys need a well, spot. Yeah, and with Cardona, I don't know if anything has changed since then, but he initially came in on a five-appearance deal. Mm. So he didn't even sign a contract. Like he, and as far as I know, he is still not under contract, so I don't know if this is like a, you know, because I think... I wonder I, if he just I, wants to hang out with Chelsea and 
Yeah. So by action I, figures. Maybe, I don't know if he got if that. I don't know if he's at has he if he's already maxed out his five appearances. So now I don't know if he's working on like an appearance by appearance basis um, type deal. I haven't heard um, him of him signing a new contract. Um, but I, I mean, I don't think he's going away anytime soon. Uh, did but, y'all hear what they've renamed the Broski boot? No, I didn't. It's the reboot. Uh, I, I oh. thought that was actually pretty good. <laughs> oh my lord! Um, they should have called it the Uggs. What was it? The Lugs boot of the night. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Uh, so I'm sure you want to rant about Jr.'s off-color comment during yeah. this one. Oh my! Sure do. <laughs> you don't even have to. Well, see, originally. I thought he was being serious because I didn't hear the second part of it. I I thought, and when he said it, I saw somebody over in the corner over where Dasha was. So I thought she literally ran. Like, I was like, oh, maybe she really did have one because I missed that last sentence. And I was like, oh, shit, did she really? And then I saw what was said, and it just, there's so many things wrong with it. First of all. That's an old white man. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, first of all, you sound like a dirty old white man. Mm. Second of all, she is an employee of that company, and anywhere else, that would have got him fired. Yeah. It's highly inappropriate. Then he had a non-fucking apology yeah. on Twitter. Where he told I everybody to lighten up. Funny. And then he had to add the lighten up in. I'm like, this is not it. But the thing is, this keeps happening, and they need to address it. Just because he's JR, just because he's one of the best commentators of the modern era, does not mean it's okay. And they've got to stop. I mean, he they've got to say something to him. And they they might need to put him through the same fucking seminar that they the whatever they put Sammy Guevara through, JR is at the point where he needs it or they need to pull him off commentary. Well, because wildly inappropriate. <laughs> it's the it's the homespun like good old boy thing. But the problem is, is what you said. It's supposed to be a professional setting. So he can't do that shit anymore. Yeah, and I saw so many tweets from women that were like, imagine going back and watching, you're you're trying to work, and you go back and you watch that and you hear that comment being made about you. Yeah. Yeah. While you're just trying to do your job. It's uh, really... It was like, this hoe better go and apologize to her, or he better... Ha- yeah. I, like, I don't know if he did, I'm or... hoping he does. And I, that's the He's thing. actually and been really good lately. That's what I was just about to say. In certain cases, like the sunny kiss thing with the pronouns, because people are like, oh, you're using the wrong pronouns, you're misgendering, and then he was like, no, I had a conversation with Sonny, this is what we've talked about, this is what Sonny prefers. So that, I commend him on. However, yeah. that doesn't excuse him for the way he talked about Anna Jay last night. Correct. But... So I hope he corrects and does better. But I saw a tweet from James Vander... Well, not that James Vanderbeek. Yeah, the, the wrestling James Vanderbeek. Vander <laughs> I think we all don't know what James Vanderbeek he, he said either become JR or live long enough to become Jerry Lawler. Yeah, I was going to make sure. <laughs> oh and then... A hundred percent accurate because that's exactly what the fuck that reminded me of. And I was like, yeah, and, then I saw, we and I also saw a tweet from Tam today and Tam was like, so you have to understand that people who are newer to wrestling, who have watched within started watching within the last few years 
while we don't understand why JR is revered because he he consistently makes comments like this and he says off color things, he says inappropriate things, and we don't get it. We don't understand why people like him and think he's the you know one of the greatest when, especially when of he's all time. Um, and i was like sitting. if i had started to watch wrestling in the last few years and heard this thing i heard these things i would think the exact same thing well and especially when he's sitting next to excalibur i fucking love listening to excalibur yeah. and i know uh, like I'm sure I, excalibur was ready to poke his fucking eyes out you're in that last night yeah <laughs> oh um <laughs> i'm sure he had to bite his tongue to keep from saying anything yeah <laughs> Last night, that was Excalibur is a smart person's commentator. His yes. vocabulary, he used a word last night, I think it was excoriate. We had to look it up. We're like, <laughs> what? And I mean, there's three college degrees in this household, and we didn't know that word. So <laughs> I, I love that. And like, yeah, yeah. they were making jokes earlier in the night, they were talking about the Young Bucks book. And Jr. like slipped in a plug about you know under the black hat, and oh, then they were like, "Yeah, we learned wrestling fans love to read." I'm like, by <laughs> saying that, you're implying we shouldn't. Oh. Stop it. Yeah, and you know what? I did hear. I didn't hear the plug for the book, but I did hear the I comment did hear that about wrestling fans love to read. I did hear yeah. that. It, they were putting over killing the business, which whenever it comes out, it should be at my house. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, legit, I have it pre-ordered. Oh, uh, sure. Um, it, you can never say I'm not a buck smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, JR slid in his promo for his book, and then like him and Tony were joking around like wrestling fans shouldn't read. I'm like, no, we need more wrestling fans to read. Right. right. Exactly. And then that's the thing, kind of, when Tony is not with JR... And I, I, I don't have bad things to say about Tony. I love I love Tony. I've grown up listening to him. Yeah. I listen to him talk about baseball. He covered one of my favorite teams. So I do. I love Tony. But it seems yeah. like he falls into not so great patterns when JR is around. But when it's and just him it. and Excalibur or him and Taz or him and Jericho or whoever, he's on his game all the time. But I think, I don't know if he just, I guess he, he's maybe he often, not as much on guard. He well, and he I, seems to encourage. Not necessarily. I don't know that encourage is the word to say to encourage Jr. I think he, just, he just adapts to who he's with. Maybe that's it. And then, well, you also got to remember Jr. and Tony go way back. Yeah, they do, yeah. and so that's what I'm saying. They kind of fall into this little pattern where it's like Tony is not. He doesn't. He doesn't necessarily, I guess, maybe condone what Jr. is saying, but he doesn't stop it, or he doesn't say, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't say things like that." Right. I mean, I, I guess maybe that's a maybe that's a respect thing that because of Jr. of who he is, that Tony doesn't feel like maybe he can say these things. I um, wonder if they do it like during video packages and stuff. Yeah. Um, because I have seen times when like Jr. was saying something incorrectly and they've come back from a package and he's like hey i want to apologize i you know said this or i misspoke or whatever i'm just wondering if it's because he sees a bunch of twitter notifications going off and people are mad at him or somebody gets like your twitter is blowing up because you're saying stupid shit again (laughs) he does check his twitter during the show yeah i i 
think I got retweeted by him one night. You sure did. <laughs> I was like, the hell? Didn't he tweet the the apology like during a match or before a match or something? Probably. Ooh. It it was uh, it was after the match. It was a little bit later, and he was and he it wasn't an apology. It was I, just I was trying. Oh yeah. <laughs> I tried to make I tried to be funny, weak joke, and then he said, "Lighten up." Yeah. And I was like, and and he he included a tongue emoji. Yeah, he should have left the thing off. Even yeah. then, it wouldn't have been great, but you could have been like, all right, well, he acknowledged yeah, like, he fucked up. It could have been like, oh, here's a quick thing between matches, and he's at least addressing it and acknowledging it. And and I know he does the lighten up Francis thing. That's what he says. Sometimes he tweets it, but that just, it just comes off as leave me alone, I'm get off my back type of yeah. thing. I'm an old man, I'm going to do what I want. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, you see, I mean, some of the things he tweets are to to women. Um, they're not necessarily, it's not like, they're just, they're questionable. I've, some of the things that he has said about women's attractiveness. And I was like, somebody needs to tell him to dial it back <laughs> a little bit. I remember you telling me something he said. And yeah, I, I remember like, now. Hey, Oh no! I think he sent it to the group. And, yeah, you know, he like, said something really dirty. I think on Twitter or some. It, I mean, it was all in the public and out in the open. But I was like, "Look, I know this man is widowed, and he, I guess, is shooting his shot." But good God! <laughs> <laughs> There's a parody account that has a really, really close Twitter handle to his real one, and sometimes uh -huh. I'll see it, and I'm like, "There's no way he tweeted that." And I have to check, and I'm like, okay, that's the that's the parody one. We're good. <laughs> but that's the thing is when the parody accounts, you can't tell which one is the yeah, parody, which yeah. one is the real person. Because some days he really is like that real person. I'm like, Jr., put your phone down, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything else about the eight man tag? No, I'm mean, I mean, looking to Dustin. I mean, we all know he's gonna lose, but I think it's cool that. It'll be a fun ride, though. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good match. And Dustin, that's one of the things is Dustin, Dustin, Dustin can still go. Yeah. Um, and I, I really enjoy, and I think having somebody like like a Brody Lee. Yeah, we did Lee, not cover. <laughs> um, yeah, we call him, we call Brody Lee Zaddy Lee now because yes. um, he referred to himself. Yeah, like, he, a few weeks ago. Before Donna White, he tweeted and said, Zaddy has to go put on his suit. <laughs> yeah, and so now we call him Zaddy. And then Brandy got a promo on Anna J, and she kept calling him Daddy. Like She's like, oh, you have to go get Daddy's permission. And he quote tweeted and said, I, should, I noticed that you mispronounced Zaddy several times. <laughs> so, that's what we call him now. <laughs> um... But what I was going to say is we left out the, or we didn't even talk about the part where um, Zaddy Lee um, screamed at Colt Cabana. Cause, yeah, because you know, I did. He's not, um, you know, they've been sheltering Colt and acting like everything's all great and fun yeah. and everything like that. And yeah, I was, and, and I actually finally, tweeted that before the match. I was like, are, is Colt going to finally see what Zaddy Lee's been hiding from him? Yep. And he sure yep, he saw is. it. He got screwed. He was like, well, I did. Yeah, he I got screwed. It was my fault. Uh-huh. 
I was like, oh, it's the it's starting to crumble a little bit. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like on BTE, he's gonna throw all the papers. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna scream. Right I, don't, I was gonna say about Colt being there, but he's not in those. No, parts. Colt. I kind of want Colt to be heel, though. Like, I'm not interested in babyface Colt. I love him, but I don't feel like he has a place in this company. You turn him heel, and I'm going to pay attention. Well, yeah, and I think some of it may also be because of what they do with him on BTE. Colt doesn't have a face right now. Yeah, Colt. Oh, okay. He got murdered, and... Yes, Colt Colt is murdered on BTE because Orange Cassidy and Best Friends were trying to kill Brandon Cutler. And it was dark, and then they he said that he thought it was some weird masturbation thing. Yeah, because they talked about weight, weight, cake. They wrote what it is. They wrote on a white all these ways to kill Brandon Cutler, and then apparently tried to do all of them at one time. And one of them was Creation, except and then put in parentheses he does it to himself. All right. So they went into this room. Because Colt was laying down or something. I can't remember. Wasn't he laying in Kenny's room? He was in Kenny's room, but he was laying down because there was a whole bit with Colt and Kenny. Um, So Colt was in the room in the dark, and so they thought it was Cutler. And it had had, um, Nick Jackson's birthday cake in there. Yeah, and so there was birthday cake. They were trying to do um, do the uh, the autoerotic asphyxiation. Except for it turned into him masturbating. Or Something them masturbating. I, I don't remember exactly. I think it's them masturbating. And then they were going to try to make him gold. What was it? Gold? Because they were going to make him gold man. Uh, as a reference to his nice. WWE name. Yeah. yeah. And so he has a gold face um, the and last then, two weeks. But well, no, he when, couldn't find a doctor. But then the last episode he went to Britt Baker. Uh, and it was like, you're a doctor. He was like, well, you're a doctor. Well, her, the last time his face was just wrapped, but before the, like, the week before that, he had, like, this gold, like, oil on his face. Yeah, so, nice. I guess, yeah, so his BTE stuff is separate from the Dark Order stuff, but I guess. Yeah, because when they were, when he was, like, wrestling after that, and a lot of people were like, aren't you supposed to be dead? <laughs> yeah, so, um. Yeah, so, I mean, I can see, so Hill Colt might happen now that he knows, um, now that he knows that Zaddy or it might be coming evil, then we might get an evil Colt. Maybe. I would, I would indifferent Colt. Because, yeah. like, Colt's been this yeah. Colt for so long. That's true. And I, true. I could use, I could use fresh Cabana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, alright, next up. And despite the result and my hatred of one of these teams, I really... How team it is, we all hate them. I can't <laughs> deny this was actually a really well-done match. I wish they weren't so good in the ring because I despise them. Do you know how much <laughs> stuff I've seen on Twitter talking about how thick Nash is? <laughs> uh, well, no, actually... I've the, seen it from... Mean, no, I... Cash. Whatever said, the fuck his name is. Whatever his name is. Dash is cash. So you did it right. I keep turning Dash into Dax and it doesn't work. from both men and women talking about how thick he is and the things that they would like to do with him. I was like, 
Twitter needs to calm down. And I'm like, apparently they don't give a fuck that he's that they still gimmicks, but I care. I care. So, uh, well, I care that they look like they're fucking wrestling in diapers. But yeah, okay. okay. So we said that same thing. I'm like, can anyone pull off white trunks and it not look like a diaper? I don't think anyone can. No, and we actually had a friend from our other, from another group text, and she was that like... That was with us and all in. Yeah, they were like, she was like, why do they look like they're wrestling in fucking diapers? And I was like, I tweeted that, and she was like, oh my god, ha ha ha, really? No, it's like, It's yeah. true, it looked that he did it. And then, yeah. like, they don't have anything original. They're doing a horseman no. weirdness with Tully. Yep. They're dressed as the enforcers. Yep. With uh, Arn and Ollie. I. Yeah. Uh, uh, why? I mean, it's bad enough that they tried to steal from our friends, so that just pissed me off. And now and they're I, just stealing from the '80s. Yeah, everything they borrow. Well, and then we found out about where the name Dawson came from in WWE. So they, I'm like, can they not come up with a single fucking idea on their own? Repeat also. That. They can't cut a non-scripted promo to save their life. Oh my god, that promo was so bad. And I mean, in in their defense, they had to cut the promos that they had to cut in WWE. So I can give them a little bit. I can I can I can try not to hate on that so much. But god, but did they promo. never cut promos before that? Probably fucking not. Ugh. <laughs> Unless they stole it from somebody else. Actually, I have a friend I could ask. They're like Melania stealing from Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Borrow some quotes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I this match. If you ignore everything about what shitty people they are, this match yeah. was fine. Yeah. Um, I do think the match went a little long, but I do think it was because I mean, and if you're gonna time. have people make up, you know have to go long then omega and Paige are the men you have do that so yes. i don't and my whole thing was it was very clear as soon as they showed up that they were going to be the ones to take the titles off of omega and hangman so i felt this whole match was a vehicle to tell a story about hangman and omega which and it ended up being which was nice Right, and so that yeah. I really that was what I appreciated about the match. It was not the match itself; it was the story those two were telling. Yeah. Um, because we've all yeah. been waiting on it to happen. And um, I was slightly disappointed. I mean, I guess the way they ended up handling it was not as bad, but I guess because that buildup has been there and that expectation was there, and so I was disappointed that one of them did not just beat the shit out of the other one. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been, like, the perfect time for one of them to attack each other. Yeah, I mean, I was like, please don't make me fucking... It would make sense for Paige to do that right now. It wouldn't make sense for Kenny to do it yet. I think, yeah, and so I'm assuming... I assume that it's going to happen within the next few weeks, and then we're going to... It's going to set up Paige versus Omega at full gear. I'm I'm here for that. Yeah, me too. And I think it's coming, especially, I did, because Nikki saw it first, because I think I was looking at my phone, and so I missed it, and the Heyman coming out, and the Long Boys. Yeah, I was like, oh, he has Long Boys on, and I was like, he got fringed like he's Orville Peg, yes. so. I think that was definitely yeah, that, what, what was that on commentary? It was like, you can never trust a guy who wears fringe. <laughs> Don't talk about these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the young 
Like their fringe. Um, but, um... Cat's giving me corrections. I thought I heard her say They something. They asked, would you trust a guy that wears fringe, apparently? It's you know I have headphones on and can barely hear you, right? And you had a choice to be a part of this show. <laughs> She's not responding. <laughs> I imagine I'm getting flipped off. Oh, she may have put her headphones back in. Nope. I'm not getting flipped off. This is amazing. She's like, turn your head and see what happens. <laughs> She's finding uh, something else to watch on She's HBO, watch I think. throw at you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something, and I can't yeah, remember. Um, um, so I thought, as far as, like, the title, like, we knew that they were going to get the title, so I was just pretty mad I gag that. every time I see anything. Yeah, I don't wish them. they didn't have them, but if we uh, knew they were. I don't really like the idea of them being in the Four Horsemen, but since they can't fucking do anything else on their own, it's not a surprise. They're so old. And then if they put two people who can cut promos, they never have to speak again. Or they can just have, if they can find a Paul Heyman. <laughs> totally yeah. ain't it. What? No. No. <laughs> um, it's gonna be Hangman. T- Hangman tell it, is tell be his best scene and not heard. Yeah. yeah. Hangman will be the one to cut oh. promos, but Hangman doesn't. He does. I mean, he's good at cutting promos, but he does. He's so much better at like the character work, like right. the facial expressions and the things like that. So, um, and I don't really think Sean Spears is gonna be out here, here cutting promos. But I don't know. Maybe he can cut promos. <laughs> he, he can when they let him. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He has had some good ones. The chairman one was really fucking good. And that and news had, news desk one he did was really yeah. good. Just don't wear fucking boxers with Tully's face on your penis. <laughs> oh, speaking on the news desk, did y'all hear, like, Wade Barrett's going back to... Yeah. yeah that's I, disappointing. Uh, it's because Mar. Wait, he's going back to what? He's replacing Morrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes me sad. I know. I and, don't want Morrow to leave, but I love Wade Barrett. So, but that I mean, that commentary team on NXT—they're so fucking boring without Morrow. Yeah. I love yeah. Beth, but they don't. They're so textbook. They don't. There's no passion. It's the most generic bullshit. And I was like, it's first of all, nobody can replace Morrow. He's his own. He's one of a kind, and you can't replace that. But Jesus Christ. They're- this was after Kat had checked out of all WWE products. Morrow would make her watch again. Yeah. Like, she'd be sitting there with headphones in and just he- hear how excited Morrow was and be like, yeah. wait, what's going on? Yeah. There's no other announcer in the business today that does that. No, and I just hope wherever Morrow is, where he ends up, if he leaves wrestling and just sticks with MMA, whatever he does, I just hope he's happy and he's healthy. And he I need to watch his documentary. I need to. I've got it record. Uh, we have it recorded um, on the DVR. It's been on there for months. We just haven't gotten around to it. But Ooh, I just hope wherever he's at, he's not having to work with assholes like JBL and Corey Graves that make him feel like shit. So yeah. yeah. I would also not be mad. Ooh, could you imagine Morrow and Excalibur commentating? That would together? be oh my god, the best commentary team of all time. <laughs> Sorry, it- Tony Schiavone. It I mean, would also be JR and then replace it with Morrow. Yes. Don't put dreams in my head. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. T- was Tony can it. continue to be the human microphone stand. Um. Oh. But yeah. Oh. 
before we move to the next thing, um, the other day I tweeted about how um, how I love that they um, the makeup team added um, that little like the redness up under um, Paige's eyes because I was like that is just like the right amount of detail um, with storytelling that I love. Yeah, he he looked like he was fucked up the past couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And Samantha had retweeted me and then somebody I'm not um I can tell y'all later who I'm talking about but I don't really care for them. I doubt that they'll ever hear this, but I don't want to be like <laughs> I don't want people I doubt yeah. anybody would ever hear this, but I don't want them like up on my business. Anyway, but they retweeted me, so, because um, I was like, I'm not going to hashtag it, because every time I do is either I get stupid followers talking about how they're either slut-shaming somebody, or they say something stupid to me, and I'm not going to hashtag it. Well, that person retweeted me, and then it ended up, I ended up with, like, it's not, like, a ton of likes, but it was, like, 70-something likes. That was way more than I thought I was going to get on this. And most people were like, yeah, I love that and all that and all that and all this stuff. And <laughs> this one guy was like, um, they're like, nah, it's, and basically said it was real. And I was like, okay, well, wrestling. The hangman had really been, like, out on, on a bender. <laughs> and I oh, was my God. Like, okay, well, wrestling's still real to get this guy. Yeah. Um... But yeah, Paige's <laughs> character work has been so damn good. It's one of my fa- my favorite things about the storyline is yeah, he's he's something else. Cause like in ring, he's good, but he's yeah. not gonna like set the world on fire. He is if he has the right opponent. His New Japan shit, yes, but Fair. here, not- um, yeah, they haven't matched him well with other not people yet. yet. But well, it's. The character is so good. Just this drinking cowboy who just randomly shows up with a glass of whiskey when and where he feels like. It, yeah. It's one of the best characters in modern wrestling. Yeah, it really is. It's taken on a life of its own, too. The, yeah. the next best character is uh, coming up in the next match. Woohoo! Uh, I forgot. I legit forgot about this match. But yeah, so <laughs> the graphic came up, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't the main event." I think part of it too was because the media scrum started at eleven thirty. It was like ten forty-five. Did y'all something. feel like this show ran a little long? It did. Yeah. I think it. I think the. I think they were trying to make up for the broken rules match. I I I know I'm back on teacher schedule, but it's not like it was because like I used to have to leave my house by seven o'clock. To right. get to work by eight fifteen. Now mm-hmm. I can wake up at eight o'clock and be at work by eight fifteen. Right. Um. Because I'm literally just going to my kitchen. That's so I'm getting way more sleep, but yeah. at the same time, I I was falling asleep by the end of the show. Oh no. No. Yeah. And that's not good. You've <laughs> run your show too long. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of it was. I mean, they did have a lot of matches on the card and i think they try to tell stories and stuff but i think those everything after broken rules went longer than because they were trying to make up for it yeah fair enough yeah um i just hadn't felt that on an AEW show before yeah and i was like oh man like so 
someone tweeted about it this week. I think it was Jamal. He was tweeting. Uh oh, did my computer freeze? Can y'all still hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, the timer stopped moving on the recording. Hopefully, it will catch up. Oh, okay, it jumped. Good. It was okay. like, wait for it, wait for it. Uh, jump <laughs> two minutes. Um, okay, where was I before the Jamal recording? Up. Okay, Jamal tweeted, and he does this all the time, about Tommaso and Anthony and how the greatest match no one's ever seen, except for us, yeah. happened at Believe the Hype in Gastonia, the last uh, PWX show. Uh, yeah. But he reminded me, that show also kind of sucked because it was like five and a half hours. <laughs> I really, and I'm not exaggerating. That show really was that long. There was like ten matches on the show, and Anthony and Champa went like forty-five minutes. Like yes. only so... everybody went long that night. It was crazy. Like after that, I think I remember having a conversation with people, and they were like, "Yeah, they used to not give us time limits." They give us time limits now. Yeah. Understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, I don't know. I, I get burnt out when shows run too long. Um, yeah, I was kind of, like, during the tag match, like, the tag match was fine, but I feel like I was about to kind of pass out. I was I was tired. Maybe it's because we slept in yesterday. Yeah, y- y'all are night owls. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is like a Tuesday night for us when we watch Dark and Impact. <laughs> I, I, well, it also doesn't help the fact that I, I work that morning, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, and... Yeah, yeah if we had been out running errands and shit, I'm sure I would have been more tired, but we purposely well, um, just kind of did stuff around the house. Except for we had to run to the grocery store. Like, right before, but, but. Saturday's my day. I take care of the medical stuff. So yeah. I don't sleep well, and then I'm doing that all day. So it, I'm always exhausted when there's a Saturday pay-per-view. I can imagine, yeah. I've thought about, like, moving it because I don't watch WWE shows anymore. Yeah. But then I was like, yeah, but then I'm going to be tired for work on Monday. And, yeah. and I'm like, eh, never mind. I'll leave it on Saturday and just yeah, be tired I'll- for shows. Yeah. But anyways, this led us to Mimosa Mayhem. And we did we talk about this on the show? That we think they filled it with Tang and Kool-Aid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I couldn't remember if that was before we hit record or not. No, um, I think we I think you had already. They set this up way faster than I expected. Yeah. Like the time to set up the hot tubs. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I guess they had like, it filled in the back and just pushed it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they have two. Why don't they just have one big one rather than you're wasting all this crap? I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was just so they could have been on that side of the ring, but still, and to make was... it look cooler. Did um did y'all notice that um like pretty early on in the match that orange was like supposed to like partially like get into the water and I, I guess he didn't so he just like stuck his leg <laughs> into it a little <laughs> there was, was one like, point oh. I wanted Orange's Jericho was trying to stick Orange's face in it and I wanted him to like take a sip and power up like Popeye <laughs> oh yes 
Because I think he used to do that with orange juice on the indies. Really? Uh, yeah. I think he did, yeah. Uh, yeah it's kind of like, like Solo with her uh, sugar drink. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I thought him like blowing bubbles and shit. <laughs> Solo Darling, another woman they could bring in that would yes. be yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, I brought, I did, well, when I we were booking the tournament, we thought that they were, like, gonna bring stuff in, and they weren't booking the women's tournament the way they were. Yeah, there were, like, there were some women on there, like, high-end, or high-end, high-end, that, yeah. that I had put on there, and yeah, Solo Darling, I think, was one, too. There's definitely, there's way more women that they can bring in. Yeah. yeah. Like, Alley Cat. Yep. Because yeah. I had Alley Although, Cat. she may not want to. No, she may not want to, but I had Alley Cat with, with Abaddon. Alley Cat's doing death matches now, so. <laughs> she, they can still put her with Abaddon. She is a crazy woman. Like, I, I don't understand anyone who does death matches. Yeah, but, that's right. not my jam, but anyways. I respect anybody who does it, but Death Punches are not my jam. Um, so, yeah, I will watch just about any type of wrestling, but that, 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 mm -mm. So, yeah. cool. I saw people <laughs> saying the mimosa thing was dumb. I'm like, I, yes, that's the point. That's why it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, well, and honestly, who else is going to do that with Orange Cassidy? But well, I mean, other than best friends, but I mean, who's going to do that besides but, Jericho? I know. And like when Jericho was out there talking, I was like, they're going to do something with Mimosas because he's orange and um and he's got his a little bit of bubbly thing. So I was like, they're about to do something with Mimosas. And I, I bought champagne tonight. I'm having Mimosas tomorrow. Yeah, because I don't drink on Meds Day, and then I didn't want to, I didn't want to have mimosas tonight because I was like, if I get a headache in the middle of a three-hour podcast, <laughs> this is not going to go well. If I hadn't ate like shit today, I probably would have drank some of the Riesling that I have. But yeah, I didn't do so good. Today. So we're having Labor Day mimosas tomorrow. Oh, fancy! I love mimosas, but they um, the champagne makes my stomach burn because. Yeah. Anything bubbly makes on stomach burn. And, she can um, not have a little bit of bubbly. I mean, sometimes I just do anyway. Yeah. And there was a certain um, real revolt that I used to drink mimosas with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, One of them revolt members made us mimosas. American culture. I had this conversation with my mother the other day. That American culture, we have stomach problems from something. And we're like, eh, fuck it. I'm going to just do it anyway. <laughs> Um, like, I know there are certain foods that will mess me up, but I'm like, eh, I'm gonna do it anyway, because it tastes good. Oh, it's that, it's that, like, that meme, uh, the, the, the character, I guess, it's supposed to be goofy, it's so I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> that was me a couple of years ago before my IBS changed. Yeah. I used to do shit all the time, I'm like, hmm, but it tastes really fucking good, I'm just gonna... <laughs> I'll deal with this later, this is later's problem. Right. Yeah, like this is future Nikki's problem. This was like a couple years ago when she ate watermelon because she loves it. And I was like, well, this is not... I was like, are you sure you should keep eating that? And she's like, I don't care. It's so good. Well, I'm like, but don't. I, my thinking was, I wasn't really thinking... Because usually a lot of with my IBS, like, I get immediate reactions. Not always. Yeah. A lot at the time I do. Well, at the time, this was when I was still, like, learning what my changes were. 
And at the time, I was like, well, it's not fucking hurting. I'm going to fucking eat it. And, and then what I happened? can't calm down when I eat watermelon. <laughs> I eat, like, yeah, sure. uh, like I will eat, like, before any of my stomach issues, I would eat, like, probably if my stomach could have held the entire watermelon, I would have eaten it. So what you're uh, telling me, when you eventually have a wrestling character, you're going to bring watermelon to the ring. And that's going to be your superpower. Uh, that actually might be my, what takes me down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring a plastic watermelon and you'll pretend to eat it. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, and I mean, she, I was like, what's well, not hurting? And I'm like, shoveling I'm like, it more and more. And, and I was like, like it's shut up. Hurt. And then what happened? And then that bitch was laying on the couch for hours. <laughs> Like, oh I was like, I tried to tell you. I was like, oh she was like, it was worth it. And I was like, I mean, it? it was. Was it though? Was it though? Because I've seen what's been happening in the last few hours and I don't know that it was. <laughs> it was worth it. Like, I'll lie and say, I mean, I will, I will say. Listen, 100%. I saw with my own eyes, like I saw with my already with my own eyes. I saw how you was laughing. <laughs> I mean, it hurt. I didn't say it didn't. I she just was said, struggling I'm... on that couch for hours. I, I don't think it was hours. It was. I think it was like three hours that you were on that couch. I don't think it was that long because I mean, based off the times that it takes me to get over something now, like <laughs> it I'm takes like, her a damn week to get over anything now. <laughs> Welcome to 30. I ate um, these, I had this New Day chocolate, um, and oh, it was yeah, fucking good. It was, um, they had Pop Rocks inside the mm -hmm. New Day. And this was again, a this New Day bar we had, we got it from FYE. Yeah, it was so good, and I didn't, um, this is again, like me learning how to re-eat food. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, I, I could eat like one, and it would be fine. So I forgot and ate, <laughs> I don't know, I think I eat. I only think I ate like two or three, like, they're like, kind of like how Hershey yeah, bars. The little squares or whatever. Yeah. And so I think I only ate two or three. That shit took me out. It took me, mm -hmm. <laughs> it took me literally, it did, not rock. <laughs> it did not, it took me like four days to recover from that. <laughs> and then like. A week all together. Like, you new day. I think you're powerful. Well, I, I just think back to like late college when I was in the bar five nights a week and I could do like, you know, six to eight shots in a few hours and, you know, still make it home and not be sick yeah. and not mm -hmm. be hungover the next day. Them days? Yeah. Now I'm 34. Now I get slightly tipped from a rum and coke and I feel it for like three days and I'm like what the fuck happened well, I don't drink nearly as much as I used to like Same. I will go like weeks yeah it's probably drink. been two months since I last drank yeah, yeah I'm the same well, way and then it was also when we were going out I was always the one driving so I had to cut myself. I have um I would have myself off yeah, I yeah. Have, uh, I'm I not a huge this? drinker and but yeah once in a while, I have a drink or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah that time I saw you drinking at Hebron, I was like, "Wait, I, you drink? I didn't even know that you drink." I'm like, wait, 
What? No, it wasn't at Hebron. Was it at the uh, that brewing place? It was at, Cab- it was at Cabarrus Brewing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, you, I, it was the uh, well. That might have happened too, but I know that when we were watching the we were watching one of the pay per views. The, we didn't. That didn't happen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those watch parties that we were. Doing. That didn't happen. We didn't okay. have a watch party. Uh, yeah. We, we had a get together of. Um, oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And, um, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I was super surprised when I was like, I she was thought like, Matt was straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I just didn't know that he drank and. Um, I just spend my money on alcohol at wrestling shows. Again, like I don't drink much, but on special occasions, yeah, maybe yeah, every I'll once have... in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't drink. I, was like, I, I don't spend. Money. I was like, usually it's overpriced, mm. or I just and I have to because obviously and I, I can't have to drive. So yeah, I can't yeah. fucking see at night, and it scares <laughs> me to drive. So yeah, I I, I will like, never drive in snow again. Oh, I hate I. Hate no, I, I don't know if y'all remember. Cat and I almost died coming to PWX versus Pure. Oh my god, I remember you Because I that. was being stubborn and was like, no, I'll drive. It'll be fine. And then, like, the lights were all glary and we got lost and I almost went down the wrong side of the road. Oh no. So, <laughs> we have established now if it's precipitating... In any form, and it's going to be night driving, Cat has to drive. <laughs> yeah, so he said drives all the time, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I was like, well, I, I just... Drive, my car is a, a mid-size SUV, and she's never driven it. Yeah. So I was like, this is not the time for you to learn. No, the, uh, I, I more, can't already see, so... <laughs> more wrestling shows to happen at breweries. That way the alcohol is affordable. Yeah. 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 Um... Well, I need other things to be there because uh, I can't drink beer because uh, of the gluten uh, in them. Most breweries I know have wine. Oh, touche. I prefer vodka, though, because it's easy on my stomach. Yeah, fair enough. And, yeah. and so Give me that sweet wine and I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's usually like, do you want white or red? And it's like, uh, do you do y'all have different options? No, we have white or red. Listen, I need dessert options. So yeah, I don't I like the sweet dessert. I can't ones. have dry one. I need so I need Riesling or a Moscato or yeah, something. I'm the same way. I want my <laughs> wine to taste like grape <laughs> juice. I put vodka I in. I that rosé can be dry yeah. because I bought a bottle because it was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and you learned it the hard way. Before, so I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be sweet." God, it was the worst thing ever. I fucking hate dry wine. I was like, "This shit sucks." I think I gave it to my mom, and then I was like, give the bottle back. Yeah, we, <laughs> we bought two, like, boxes of wine just because I liked the gimmick. It's like Wine Cube at Target one day. They yeah. taste awful. We still have one in our fridge. Oh, no. <laughs> um, um, we've gotten way off on alcohol tangents we did. three hours into the show. Probably just BK at this point. Yeah, <laughs> Keeper is probably listening. Keeper loves us. Oh, we it. also need to shout out. Um, every shit, God, everybody. <laughs> we need to shout out. Um, but um, 
Laugh still ain't be listening. Yeah, I was gonna say laugh probably. I was gonna say Jamal, but I don't think he listens probably. But uh, yeah, like, Jamal comes and goes. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he so doesn't. Laugh if you're listening. Hi, we love you, and we miss he, you. He listens to every minute of our shows. He is our he is our unofficial statistics man because he'll like I'll throw something out like yeah I need to check this and he'll throw it out in a tweet like four days later. I'm like <laughs> what? He's like you said it on the show. I'm like fuck. Okay, thanks. So we- because <laughs> um, I'll go into like, oh, we need to say something to laugh. We need to make sure we acknowledge him, and then I'll always fucking forget. I'm like, damn it, I didn't mean to. So yeah, um, listen. In yeah. general, wrestling family that we're with wrestling family workers that we're tight with, we miss all of you. Yeah, yeah. This and Eddie sucks. Yeah, Eddie Martin listens a lot, and we tweet sometimes late at night because we're both up. <laughs> Um, you can see my tweets and we talk about stuff, so. Yeah. What was the last, like, wrestling events you guys have been to this year? We went to Fuck. fucking one. We were at Pure. Yeah. But Did thank I God go to any this happened. year? Huh? I don't know if I went to any. That, I think X16, where I was sick as hell trying oh, to record man. the podcast, was the last show I went to. Yeah. yeah. Because Pure, the, the Pure where Shug won... Was yeah. the last? Well, that's the only show we've been to this year. Yeah, I was. We oh, were boy. talking about that earlier. I was so, like, ha- I was like, I couldn't. Well, to begin with, I was very upset that I was going to be mess- missing shows just for my back surgery, and I was really, really upset. And I didn't really want to do it. But then, I mean, of course, I had to and all that. But um, and then I was so close to my comeback. <laughs> and I was so hype. I was like, "Yes, my comeback!" I mean, and then, it's, it's my God, Nikki's music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I know all I, of these people. I think the last show that I went to was PCW when they were in Rock Hill. That was yeah. like February fifteenth. That yep. was the last show I went to. And okay, so I want to say that since you brought them up. Oh. Yeah. I love uh, you guys. I really do, and I hope everything goes well. But South Carolina is not the place to fuck around with no. having shows right now. No. Uh, okay, I'm going to tell y'all a story. South Carolina because of that shit. I'm yeah. going to tell y'all a story right now. We have this burger place in my town called Ike's. Oh. It's like fucking... It's one of the landmarks. It's been here forever. Somehow I've never eaten there, but now I, it's guaranteed I will never eat there. Oh, God. Oh, God. He actively defied the mask ordinance. Oh. So, one, actively defied the mask ordinance. Two, went on Facebook and bragged about it and said, Oh, my God, guys, we sold over 600 burgers today. Thank you so much. Oh, boy. Mm. Approximately two weeks later, Spartanburg has not been above, like, the 50-ish range per day. Damn. 202 yesterday. Holy shit. I blame Ikes. So don't fuck around. Wear your damn mask. No burger is worth COVID. Fuck off. Wrestling show is worth COVID. Yeah, no, I I love y'all and I miss y'all and I want to see everybody, but I'm not coming to a wrestling show till this shit's over. Well, and you shouldn't because you're more high risk. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go on my own because I just, A, I don't want to risk it. And listen, and I don't want to, I would, I, I would hate to be asymptomatic and transfer it to somebody else and then them yeah. get really sick and or die. And it's, not even like just people I care about, like anybody. Right? I don't want anybody to deal with you this. You know, humanity in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not I, trying to make grandma, grandma at Walmart getting her prescriptions. I'm not, I'm not trying to make her sick. Exactly. Um, and we yeah. have friends who have been exposed and they're our age and they're healthy. And then you hear like these athletes like Yon Moncada that played for the night some. He plays for the White Sox. And he was saying a few weeks ago, like he hasn't fully recovered this summer and he is tired all the time. And I'm like, this is a fit person, an athlete, and he's still feeling the effects of it. And then they were talking about how, I think that they said in the Big Ten or something the other day that 30 to 35% of um, athletes who've tested positive now have heart problems. These yep. are college-age kids. Like, yep. how fucked up is that? Yeah. I got so mad when, like, people were fighting for college sports to happen. Oh, my God. I'm like, No. It shouldn't. No. I think it might be, but it shouldn't be. Yeah. No, and I, I heard a comment the other day. Well, not I heard. I read the comment. And I really, so far, for the most part, have really liked David Tepper. But apparently, and I almost quote tweeted it, and I was like, well, I didn't hear it. Maybe he was joking, but then I heard some other comments, so I think he was serious. He apparently said that he was not thrilled that the group thing went from 25 to 50 because he's wanting to play in front of fans. And he was like, well, I guess it depends on if governors and politicians like sports. I'm like, motherfucker, your rich billionaire ass knows that's not it. Yeah. That is not why. What happens It's the same reason we didn't have the fucking DNC here. It's because you're putting people's lives at risk. Who gives a fuck about a football game? Right. I love the Panthers, but you ain't going to see my ass at a game. Nope. And Garth Brooks needs to postpone his fucking concert because there's no way I'm going to Bank of America Stadium in October. Um, in a that's not postponed week. yet? No. no. He, he postponed. Wow. It was originally supposed to happen in May, and he post or Yeah. And then, yeah, he, postponed, May, yeah. And then he postponed it. Then he postponed it to October 10th, I think, because it's a few days after our mom's birthday, and he still has it. Like, I checked his website. I was like, well, maybe he postponed it. I missed it. Nope. It's still on his concert. It's the first show there because it was a sellout, and he sold, like, 60,000 tickets. So it's like, everybody else who's playing Bank of America Stadium has postponed theirs months ago to next year. So I'm like, motherfucker, I love you, but I am not going to die for a Garth <laughs> I will not die for Garth Brooks. You know what? I got a Garth Brooks greatest CD. We can turn on some YouTube karaoke of it. We'll have a good time at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I saw Garth Brooks the last time he was here. I have never seen him, and, and so I and will... my mom is like not. She doesn't like crowds, but she and so she avoids concerts. I saw it, and she <laughs> we just saw a text message from our dad, and I'll tell you about it in a second. But yeah, no. I was like, so this was a big deal to get her to go. I bought these as Christmas presents last year, but I was like, I'm not risking my mom's health either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, so Garth, you gonna? I need him to do something because I was like, even if they're gonna let 10% of fans in the Panthers game, there's no way you can do a concert with 60,000 people yeah. without a vaccine. <laughs> and it's gonna be flu season on top of it. Yeah. Well, I like Garth. And Garth is what? He's in his 50s. He's, 
think he's 60 yet. I think he's in his 50s, but I'm like, no. still, you are... You, you are. I mean, you're in that range that needs to be protected. So, I please. Get, I get so mad because, like, we've been playing Pokemon Go, and the uh -huh. best way to do that right now is to go, like, to a park and drive around in circles. Oh yeah, I right. heard that. And we've been doing that, and kids' soccer practice is happening. I'm like. Uh -huh. We were questioning whether or not to open the schools, and you got 50 motherfucking little kids running around kicking a soccer ball around? Yeah. Stop it. Go home. Well, and that's the thing about the like the whole football shit with the NFL even happening. I'm like, these, I mean, it's bad enough with baseball and even wrestling, but I'm like, these motherfuckers in football are in each other's faces for an hour. Right. What are you, what are you doing? This is, this is why... Uh, we're way behind everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we have something like four percent of the world's population, but twenty-five percent of the COVID cases. And we deserve it because Jesus Christ our shit together. Mm. Um. Oh, well, now then you have Kirk Cousins out here talking about how he wears his mask for other people, but if he literally said if he dies, he dies, and he's made his peace too, with it. Too many people are saying that, and. It, well then bitch you be the one to die don't make somebody else who's doing things right don't make them die because you're being stupid yeah because you're a trash can yeah. all right oh. <laughs> mimosas <laughs> um, yeah we went way off topic. Uh, i was really glad jericho put cassidy over here me too, me too. Yeah. i hope you're, I've, I've enjoyed these but i'm ready to be done I yeah, they, I they think that was the final match. Cassidy, and I, need, I need I need Jericho to please stop calling himself the demo god. It was funny the first time, but now I fucking and it's not funny. It's he, stupid. He put it in his video package. It's not going anywhere. No, yeah. and I was like, yeah. well, he's got the fucking just. Yeah, I knew oh, it wasn't going to go anywhere. I hate well, it. Well, you see, if people would quit making a big deal about the stupid ratings, and maybe he wouldn't have done but it in the first I, place. No, but then Twitter can't fucking exist if we don't have readings. <laughs> even though these motherfuckers have proved that they need to be on different nights because then they can get even more ratings, which means more money. That's true. Oh. Yep, that's true. All right. Let that happen. So let's wrap this shit up with MJF versus Mox. I saw someone, I saw people bitching about Mox's nose being too long and rambling, and I'm like... Why don't you mind your motherfucking business? I'm like, what promos have you been watching? Mox he is one of the Mox. most pre precise promos in about the game. the most game. stupidest shit online. He actually like, has a fucking personality now. Yeah. And, yeah. But everything he does, like, he doesn't repeat himself. He doesn't ramble. He's not cutting 30-minute promos like Authority Triple H. He comes in there. <laughs> He says what he needs to say. It's impactful, and then he walks away. Yeah, exactly. With his cool ass swag. <laughs> and he's still driving the car he stole from Jericho. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, because we were talking about that last night. Like, lucky Yesterday's like... promo looked like he'd been spending some time on the beach with Renee, though, because he was all dark. It's <laughs> 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 like somebody's enjoying Renee's time off. I was about to say, he's like, I'm with my Well, queen. he said the other day that she was in Jacksonville with him. And that she's spending time on the beach and reading books and stuff. So I was like, he must have went there. That is time. totally what would happen if, like, 
I was famous and Kat was hanging out with me, she'd be like, yeah, I'll just chill in the hotel and read books. You go do you. I'm like, please don't <laughs> let Renee get COVID because she's on the beach, though. I mean, she's already yeah. had a time. Well, don't. she should be immune for a little longer. Uh, Kayla Braxton was not. That's true. Um, <laughs> but what'd y'all think of Mox MJF? I love the ending. I loved it. it too. Because originally, going into up until like maybe a week or so ago, I thought MJF <laughs> was going to win this just because of the story they were doing with it. Yeah. Um, but then the stuff last week kind of made me realize MJF is not quite ready for that position he, yet. He's not there yet. I think he needs to hold the TNT championship first. Um, I think he can be, and I and even Mox said it, he was like, he is going to be the future of this company. Like, it's yeah. just a matter of when he's ready. Like, in five years, it's going to be Mox versus Jungle Boy as the face of that company. And Sammy Guevara. And I knew that That's when Archer won the Battle Royal, it was kind of clear that Moxley was going to win it, too. Yeah, yeah. you're you're not going to put MJF versus Archer in any convincing That's exactly, way. That's exactly what I said last yeah. night. After Archer won, I was like, yeah, MJF versus Archer is not it. Archer would have murdered MJF. <laughs> yeah, I which, mean... I would have loved to see that, though. <laughs> that would have been a super short title reign. <laughs> um... Wow. I like the match. I thought it was really good. Um, I think, and, and then that's kind of another thing where you have the veteran guy going in there and helping the future of the company, but in a different way. Um, and I think it exposed um, MJF to a different type of thing, which I didn't really know. Uh, last night I was listening to Mox on the media scrum. He said that he is trained in, like, the way he was trained in who he trained with, like he's trained in the six wrestling and he loves that type of old school wrestling. So he's like, everybody's like, Oh, MJF's old school. And he was like, I mean, that's what I, he was like, I was trained in that. And I was kind of, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool to see that. And I think that's one of the things like about Mox is he can do all kinds of styles and he's super adaptable, but he's really good at it. He's not just doing it because he thinks he can, he's doing it and he's doing well with it. Man made the point that um, Glow had to have been burning up in Ooh, his suit. It made me hot just looking at it. I was like, God, he's and then dying out somehow there. Somehow I started, I caught him first. I can't remember why I did, <laughs> but I, know where this is going. I was starting a minute ago. I was like, shut up so I can tell this. Um, and nobody else made fun of this funny, but I did. Um, but at some point I called him Daddy Wardlow, and then I was like, this sounds like Daddy Warbucks. So then I started calling him Daddy Warbucks the entire match. I was like, please don't. It's funny. So here's the thing they need to let Wardlow do more. Yeah. Yeah. He looks great. Because Wardlow has looked annoyed a lot with MJF lately. Yeah. Uh, I think it's happening, and then after what happened last night, probably really is gonna happen um i do know that one of my one of my fellow writers said that wardlow needs to um he needs to 10 mjf three times in a row nice (laughs) and so now i want it to happen yeah what's funny is that mjf like tweeted last night saying uh you know this is all wardlow's fault he cost me the match blah 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 and yeah i think they're gonna break up 
Yeah, they're gonna break up like they're. I like the way you said that. I mean, I know. Well, you know what I mean. I know, but it was just the. Nah, it's funnier if they're lovers. If JF says about how he was bitching about him cheating or something like that, and he said something to Renee about it, and Renee was like, "This is a man's game. Don't worry, babe. You'll get there soon," or something like that. I don't know. It was just the perfect. <laughs> it was just like the perfect response. <laughs> I was like, "God, I love um, non non corporate WWE Renee." <laughs> yeah. Um. Talking about how he didn't do more, it made me think about how his nips are always coming out of his uh, <laughs> ear. It made me think of that because also, wait, you know what we completely forgot about? Because speaking of nips, it made me think of of Kip Sabian. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we forgot to talk about that. His is best man is going to be Rusev, right? Say what? His best man is going to be Miro, right? God, it has to be. I hope so. I hope it is. I hope it is. But I was like, is it a crop top when it barely covers your nipple? I was like, well, he had his arms up, so I guess but that rose still, made it rise. It still was very, it was very short crop top. I mean, that, I'm all for it. I that's love another guy that is going to be running this company in five years. Yeah. 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 He's he's next got, level for me. I love Yeah, Kip. they've got to find him something to do where he's not with with Penelope all the time. Well, and it, they also got fucked up having to get rid of Jimmy Havoc, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said last night. I said, well, we know who it's not going to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, deservedly so. Jimmy Havoc needed to go, but. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, really interested to see who, I was like, is it somebody? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Miro. Or, um, who else did I think that it might have been? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember who I said now, but yeah, yeah, I really, I yeah, because I was like, oh, they're doing a, we're doing a wedding and we're doing a bachelor party. I was like, oh, this is gonna be. Is there any free agent Brit out there that can travel here? Yeah, or already know. lives here. Because a lot of them moved here when they got big. So, uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah, Maybe I was like, did, didn't WWE just go sign any rando British person? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, we found But out only that... if they were abusers. Yeah, fuck that. Except um, for Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne's still cool. Yeah. Yay, we love Pete Dunne. Yeah, well, we also That's know it's not going to be fucking there. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm still mad about I mean, I'm mad about all of them, but that one, I was like, I have like all this. Um, like I've met him a couple times, and I was I like, pictures with uh, him. I had a fucking calendar of him. Yeah, I had that too. <sighs> Got a fucking villain um, club shirt. I know, and I'm like, I have the um, he's too sweet for you shirt. And I was yeah, like, I can I just like cover him up? I need somebody I to sew me. I need somebody to. I need a patch or something. Somebody that has a, a patch of their face, but then they can't be problematic either. He's still in the. Uh, he's in the Adam Page book. And I'm like, damn it! Like, not majorly, but he's featured. Yeah, we got... He's not in the... Wait, is he in the cards that we got? Uh, I don't remember. We got... We bought those... I finally bought my first tarot deck, and of course it was a wrestling tarot deck. Yes. (laughs) Um, 
and that it's the one that was going around on Twitter, and it features it's quite. Is it? I is this Sarah Shockey was involved with? Yeah. Yes. Excellent. And there's these cards are awesome, and there's some really pretty cards and really cool cards, and there are some of the problematic people in there. And so what they did um, is they sent stickers of um, Daryl and Naruto. Um, nice. And you can cover, if you choose to, you can cover their faces with it. Um, Excellent. I'm trying to remember now. If, I want to say that he is in it, but I can't remember. Yeah. There's some, and I hate, and what, what even sucks the more is like, not only are the problematic people in there, but their cards are really nice because of the people who did a really good job with them. And so I'm like. <sighs> yeah. So, but yeah, I can't remember if there's one Marty card in there. It probably is. Oh, there's some there's some cards. We're not sure who some of these people are, and I keep meaning to send them to you guys and see if you know who these oh. people are. Well, when you get do it, no. Yeah, that reminds me. I'll probably do it after the call. Yeah, there's this one card. I'm like, I cannot figure out who it is. And there's not. I've not been able like when I've googled it or looked it up on Twitter. I haven't been able to find like a uh, there's like because they included a list of artists um, who did who designed because it's like. Ten of Wands and who did it? Like so, it's based on the the um the the, the type suit. of card. Yeah. yeah, and um, but yeah, so there's a few. So that reminds me, I need to send that after the call. <sighs> Podcast, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I thought you were also gonna pull bring up the fact that you were talking about um. Kenny's nips looking like they were going to cut glass. They did. I was like, Cat would also <laughs> they be proud. Did. There were someone's nips Cat noticed last night, but I don't remember. It might have been Kenny. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Kenny's going to I mean, they, I think minute. his are usually like that. Um, <laughs> but I was like about to say something else about him, and she was like, I mean, his nips could cut glass. I was like, oh, God, well, yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just noticed it, so it came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so back to the match. Like I really, I I thought the ending was really clever. Yeah, I I thought it was really good. I mean, I, I enjoyed the thing, but yeah. After a long show, I didn't need a MJF match. Basically, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was so done by this point. I'm happy Mox won, and the ending was fine. But I by the end of the show, I could not have given less of a shit about that match. Oh no! I was like, eh, Mox should like win, but yeah. yeah, different people, different things. And y'all know I'm not like sold on MJF like everyone else is yet. Like, I mean, I am, but I have my issues with him. He's entertaining. Yeah, but I'm not sure he's actually a decent person. So we'll see. Yeah, that's where my issue lies with him too, because I thought, you know, I thought his one saving grace was Alley Cat, and then we know yeah. after that. But so, she's come out and defended him multiple yeah, times. Yeah, she really has, and I was she she defends him a, not a lot, but yeah, and she still talks about him. Like I think they keep in touch, yeah. um, and stuff. So, so I was like, like I mean. Uh, yeah, I kind of have mixed feelings about that as far as who he is as a person. But I think that maybe if he grows up and matures a little bit, maybe that will kind of change too. Here's hoping. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, so I know we we shit on a lot of stuff tonight more so than we usually do for AEW. It was still a good show. 
Yeah, yeah. I liked it. But that one decision, I, I think Sam said it earlier, that is the worst decision they have made as a company. That yeah, was exactly. the stupidest thing they've ever done. Yeah, yeah, by far. And we knew, like, uh, we, we've always known going into it, AEW is not going to be perfect all the time. They're going to fuck up. Yeah. Usually when they fuck up, it's stuff that is easily fixed. Yeah, I mean, and this technically is easily fixed as well, but just, yeah, this is, they have, have to address it in a in a good way. They just, they have to fix it and they have to do better. Oh, excuse me. Or they're going to turn off a lot of fans. Yeah. Um, and the, the thing is, like I said, I think AEW is willing to listen. I think Tony Khan is willing to fix things when things are, um, when things are wrong. Um, I don't think putting Matt Hardy on TV is the correct idea either, um, especially going off of this, but I, I'm hoping that they'll, um, they'll fix it and we can move on from it. But yeah, that was a really big fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Like after that, uh, accident and everything, like it just kind of killed the vibe for me. Like I, I was just more concerned about like, it be okay and all yeah. that stuff. And I really, like, I wanted to enjoy that, you know, the women's title match, for example, but I just right. couldn't because I was just, you know, worried about the guy and everything. Yeah. It just, I mean, I did enjoy the rest of the show, though, but it's just... Yeah, like, of- every, I saw a lot of people being like, the title matches saved this show, and I can't yeah. argue with that. But also, there was a lot of non-title stuff I really enjoyed. Like, yeah, I mean, they moved. Bucks and they Jurassic moved. Express were great. Yeah, they move story forward. We're looks like we're getting the Hill Elite now, which I didn't consider before because I just assumed it was going to be cleaner Kenny, especially after what happened. Because they've been hitting at it, and then on BTE on Monday, he had the cleaner glasses on. Yeah. Um, So like it's definitely coming. I just thought it was going to be last night, especially when he got back in the in the ring after the match. I thought we were finally going to get it, and then I was a little. Like I said, I was kind of disappointed with the way they handled it, but then I realized that it was because it's leading to Hill Elite, um, yeah. which will be good. But then, so are they going to have two big Hill factors? Well, and then if, I'm assuming Eddie Kingston's thing is going to stay together, so... Oh, by the way, somebody tried to, to um, tweet at Samantha and tried to tell her that that wasn't a faction. I was like, oh that, I was like... I was like, they didn't just put Eddie Kingston with him for a fucking all-out match. I'm pretty sure yeah. they're going to keep them together. <laughs> <I was like, laughs> and <laughs> honestly, those guys need somebody like Eddie Kingston right now. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. oh yeah, because I tweeted, I was like, when are they, when is this faction going to get a name so I quit, quit calling them Eddie Kingston's faction? So they're, they're not that faction. Uh, They did a promo at some point. I don't know if it was the red carpet show or where, mm-hmm. but Penta hadn't painted his face yet, and it threw me the fuck off. Did he have his mask on? He had his mask on, but he hadn't painted the, like, mouth part, so I was like... Oh, that's weird. He looked really similar to Phoenix at that point, and I was like, (laughs) I don't know which one's which right now. Because they didn't talk in the promo, it was just Eddie, so... Um, Yeah. I, I wish this name wasn't so associated... But since Eddie's been constantly referencing, like, I've traveled the road with this guy for years and years, I feel like the Road Warriors would be a great faction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And on that note, 
I am either too late or hungry or whatever, but my stomach is like, so, um, you can follow us at sad podcast. Um, if you look at who likes our tweets, you can follow everybody else. (laughs) I was like, okay, that should know by now. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Y'all got any final thoughts, things, whatever? No, because I'm worried that we're just going to start rambling for about 30 more minutes. And yeah. I don't think like, that important to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I was thinking, I was like, I thought there was going to be something I was going to add from the scrum that Mox said. But other than he just said it was a soul-sucking humidity. And they did, oh, they did ask him if Renee was going to be in his corner in the future. And he said probably not because she hates blood and shit. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. is how he worded it and then he was like well she can't because she I've read something that she has a they didn't say the exact time but she has a longer than a non-compete that sucks um, yeah and yeah. she wasn't under contract when she left she gave her two weeks notice and was like summer slams it she didn't talk to anybody there she told Michael Cole everything and Cole went to Triple H and Vince, and they were fine with it. And then she didn't talk to Vince and Kevin Dunn until her last day, and she texted Hunter, I think. Um, I think a lot of it seems to have stemmed from how they treated her during COVID. Um, from yeah. what she says, nobody checked on her. Stone Cold did, but nobody else did. That's fucked up. So yeah. I think, I mean, other than the, you know, the backstage role they were trying to put her in, and she's too big for that. But yeah, I think that's kind of what led to it. But anyway, he was like, he said that, you know, eventually she could be an AEW. She loves wrestling. Um, she loves so many other things, but he wants her to become the next Katie Couric so he can have a sugar mama, is what he said yes. last so, yeah, so he is still on that. <laughs> There's something that I've seen, like, with how, like, they'll do something individually, and I'm like, oh, God, that's why they're with each other, because they act exactly the same, and I was like... Yeah, this is uh, I'll see something on Twitter and it'll be like a short video. And I was like, oh, God, she's just as awkward as he is. Or <laughs> I don't know. They are pers- they're pers- yeah, they they dream of buying an RV and just driving around the country doing nothing they, together. They should. They should. And my, one of my thing, favorite things I think of often is she posted a picture of John Travolta and Olivia Newton John like now. But he was dressed as Danny and she was dressed as Sandy and she's she tagged John and she was like, this is our future or something like that. Nice. And I was like, that is exactly them. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. We should probably just like randomly do a podcast sooner. So maybe we won't show. No, so I we don't know. run for three hours every time. Yeah. But they I don't like know. We, I feel like this would still go on. Oh no, way. it it doesn't matter. This, this is how this show goes, but it might yeah, not be three hours if we weren't actually covering a show and a pandemic and social movements and yeah. what we've been no, doing. I show until full gear, but and also my random stomach. We need to stupidness. Nikki and I are we. I bought uh, Black Wrestlers Matter a couple weeks ago, but I have, still have not had the chance to watch that. Um, there's I heard to keep up I heard it was very very good. I also need to go back and watch Colby Carino's birthday party. Um, yeah. Wait, yeah, isn't that where? Wasn't that where George? Yes, yeah, so it was George. Yes. Yeah. I was like, ha, the oh. George Nasty Boys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh oh oh. So real quick, did you guys see the thing from White Matthew did because I saw that the he gymnasty liked it. promo. Are, 
are they are they breaking up? I don't know. No, I don't think so. And is Mike? Because okay. we couldn't tell if they were just joking or if Mike was maybe doing solo stuff. Or the letting... way that Mike, the when I watched it originally, I thought that they were talking about more about like how Mike was gonna be serious, which I was like, they kind of have been talking about that anyway, so I didn't think much of it. And then I started seeing what they were putting with it on Twitter, and like they, the caption. yeah, and they, it just, I was like, wait a minute, are they? Up or yeah, the tweets kind of kind of made it seem like maybe they were breaking up. Well, lately uh, it doesn't seem that way now. Like I don't know if it was a joke or something. I yeah. mean, they put on September fifth on the Gymnasty Boy Facebook. Check our mixtape. We're not the same team. Coming back for what's for us. And then they put something for Myron Reed. Oh, so. interesting. Oh. Yeah, they're, um, and I know Mike is selling a lot of his gear, too. Um, well, he's lost so much weight, he probably yeah, doesn't fit he, in Yeah, he But I just wasn't sure Mike. if, just that made me wonder. If, and I forgot to ask y'all about it until now. I thought... I thought we were going yeah, yeah, yeah. probably could have stayed for the text. Is this the Walmart promo y'all are talking about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to watch it later. Yeah. But, um, all right. Well, hopefully they're not breaking up, and hopefully some of the positivity we saw on Facebook the other day could lead to some good things and seeing some of our friends again. Yeah, we need yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but on that note, no one should be running shows right now. Yep. And if you are stupid enough to go to a show, we still love you, but wear a damn mask. Yeah. And social yep. distance. And when you come home, wash all your shit. And guess what? You need to deodorant too while you're at the wrestling show. And, and germex your hands for a bunch, and even if you have like no reason to, just stand there. And... Yeah. Germex your hands a fucking gun. <laughs> I don't make my hands anyway, like kind of a lot, and. Um, because I take nursing classes in high school and they, um, embedded, um, hand washing into our brains anyway. So, like, before the, I mean, I'm not exactly a germaphobe, but, like, I was kind of, I was like, they were like, oh, you have to do this, this, and then I was like, shit, I was already doing that. Um, <laughs> have y'all looked at Gymnasty's page lately? No. Twitter or Facebook? Facebook. You can, uh, you no, can book them for appointments. Say what? You can book them for appointments. What kind of appointment? Well, the list is haha wrestling, hot indie shit, <laughs> too deep, Memphis, wrestle, entertain. Oh. And most of them are duration varies, ask for price, except oh. for too deep. Oh. 15 minutes, ask for press. <laughs> I love them. Jeez. So on that note, <laughs> with that mental image for everyone, yeah, I'm going to call this a night. And I'm going to get this uploaded, and I'm going to go pass out. <laughs> this is the latest I've been up in like a month. You're welcome. You're welcome. We bring one on forever. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody.